Let's get this party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Mars, we messed up with our plants. Apparently, we had to get them hard. Oh, yeah, you have to harden them. So that's like, you gotta, like, I don't know. Some pictures? No, it's like. Yo, I got some websites for it. You gotta, like. Think of that soil a bit? Mars. Crash fell asleep with a glass of red wine in his hand, and he basically threw a glass of wine in his own face. Did you wake up Sleeping Beauty beside you with the. Oh, no, she knew right away because oh. wine spilled. She's yeah. like, <gasps> wasted wine. It's like, how dare you? get it together, snakes. Maybe. And, uh, how about some legs, dummies? <laughs> it's 2023. Producer Haley. No one wants uh, Noodle Arm Gladiator, right? <laughs> well, maybe Haley does. Story. That was a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. like, mm. like, give me those fettuccine arms. And, and you, the Now family. You were the recipient of a singing telegram? Cool. My dad sent me Tarzan. Tarzan? <laughs> oh! Wendy! Wendy! It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. How's she going? Good oh, morning. I forgot the lube again. <laughs> I forgot the lube. Oh, did you hear that on the mic? Oh, oh yeah, as you were dragging it. That's cool. That's oh, all right. That's cool. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, you guys get some sleep last night or what? Oh. Well, I think the majority of people did? Mm, did not, not on the app. <laughs> did you get thunderstorms last night? Oh my god, at like 1.30 in the morning they yeah. woke me up. And they just continued all night. All night. For us? Yeah, yeah. it was all night. Mm-hmm. First I just crack put in headphones. and then boom. Or plugged in the, the little earbuds. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't sleep. The rain was just pounding against the window that was like two feet away from my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the crazy amount of rain too. Before mm-hmm. we went to bed, we are like looking at the weather and it's like, well, oh, 60% chance of like one to two millimeters. Like, whatever. Like, eh, I'm not putting my downspouts down. I'm right. not going back outside. It's fine. And then, yeah, the, the lightning, the thunder, and then the rain. It's like, what is happening on the roof? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my downspouts. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about going outside at one point. Did you? And with all the lightning and stuff, no. No, not worth it. No, our, no. Po- our power blipped three times. Really? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh. I think it maybe more than three. So I was constantly on my phone because every time the power comes back on, all the smart lights stay on. And I'm like, oh. no! That's fun. <laughs> yeah, when one light in the, uh, uh, like, dr- we leave the bedroom door cracked open for the cats. Yeah. And directly in the eyesight mm-hmm. is a, a pendant lighting. <laughs> that kept turning on. Every time it turns off and then turns back on, it goes into finding the Wi-Fi setting, so it's blinking. Yeah. So it's like strobing, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, smart lights. Oh my god, that's great. In our neighbor's house, uh, every time the power goes out and turns back on, all his outdoor lights are smart lights, but they default to Christmas. Oh, yeah. So this morning, leaving, his house is all Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh my god. That's pretty funny. It's pretty oh, funny. Man. I, thought, I wasn't sure if everywhere in the city got it, but look at everybody texting in saying, no sleep here. Awesome light show last night. Yeah. Lynette says at 1240, the biggest crowd scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Just like ripped you out of a sleep. I know. Man. Yeah. Cats were uh, hunkered down in bed all night. Yeah. Ripping the sheets tight. <laughs> <laughs> and then this morning too, I'm like, oh yeah, let's uh, open the window and listen to the rain. I'm like, that's nice. And Phoebe's laying on the bed. And then just a flash of a light. Crack. The loudest crack that I've ever heard in my life goes off. And she just goes flying straight up and <laughs> Gone. Gone. See you later. It's like behind the fridge or something somewhere. Yeah. 
My cat. My. Oh, yeah. Your Big dogs time. are okay in thunderstorms, though, hey? Oh, yeah. I got up to take a peek out the window, and the cat was all curled up in the dog bed. Nova was curled up in the other dog bed, and Loki was curled up in the hallway. No oh. problem. No so one cared. Nobody cared. I was the only one freaking out. Yeah, because yeah. they hate thunder and lightning. <laughs> Hayden woke up because I kept jumping every time that there was thunder. <laughs> and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I need to find some earplugs because I am not going to be able to go back to sleep. I'm like, this is the worst sleep ever. Yeah, that's two <laughs> nights in a row I've been woken up by thunderstorms. Oh, man. I'm done. <laughs> well, I get news for you. No. <laughs> we might get another one Probably tonight. Probably another one tonight. Well, I'm going to preemptively plug my ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earplugs and headphones. Oh, yeah. Full shebang. It's yeah, a yeah. hot day today. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Like, super hot. The humidex at 35. Oh. Pretty oh, yeah. windy, though, too. Quite windy, so. Mm-hmm. That might make it a little bit more tolerable. Man. Still. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be damp yeah. feeling. It is going to be damp feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was your weekend, though, besides the storm last night? Oh, it was good. We had a wedding that we were at this weekend. Oh, yeah, you were emceeing it, right? I was emceeing it, yeah. And how did that go? It went so well. Did, uh, did your emceeing style, is it more of like a roast? Or is it just like, hey, here's some info about the couple? Yeah, it's just kind of... As I've just kept the flow going. It was nice. easy peasy. Oh, they, perfect. Like, they wrote it out. Like, they, oh yeah. So, oh, that is <laughs> that's nice. That's so nice. The day that they asked me, so this was back in like a couple months ago. They asked me to MC their wedding. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I should probably like beginning of June start getting my stuff ready. Sure. Fifteen minutes later, I had an email with the script all written out for me. Oh my oh god, my that's so nice. God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. Perfect. Any, but, yeah. Any any like wedding that yeah. uh, people have approached us for, they're like, and you do everything. Yeah. No. Like what? Like, oh man, really? <laughs> yeah. No, the 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 bride that I did the emceeing for, she was so organized. Oh, I was like, thank you. <laughs> so you roll in, grab the script, bang her out. Yep. Done. Grab the microphone and just started talking. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was super easy. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Super easy. Good times. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Weather was good for you too, which is nice. Yeah, we we got there on the Friday to set up our trailer and help like make sure everything was good to go. And it was so hot on Friday. Oh, yeah. There was no wind. So we're setting up and I'm like, oh, my God, how are we going to be outside all day on Mm. Saturday? Yeah. This is like we were so wetting. Your trailer have air conditioning? No. Oh, no. No. So we we just dropped the trailer there and then went back home to stay in like the air conditioned house for the night. Oh, yeah. I bet. Um, And we left all of the windows open and it was actually pretty comfy sleeping in there. It wasn't bad. (sighs) When that storm rolled through, I just closed the window above my head because it was shaking the blinds. (laughs) That's pretty much it. (laughs) Man. But yeah, no, it was an awesome wedding. Beautiful weekend for it. Oh, Oh, that's cool. gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we didn't get up to a crazy amount. No, we went to uh, um, our neighbor's place, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah I our, guess we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we, we did I, a lot this weekend. I, actually, I had a Jaeger night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but like, that's why I don't remember. <laughs> here's the thing, though. is like, you know that you're old when now you drink Jaeger as a digestive. Yeah. Yeah, we were sipping You're not Jaeger. shooting it. You're, you sip it after, mm-hmm. uh, after a good meal. I did not partake, but Crash did. I know. I'm like, oh, I don't want Jaeger. And then uh, he hands me the shot glass. <laughs> and like, I watch him do it and he's I'm like oh he's not downing it he's just like and then puts it down I'm like yes, a digestive. All, right, all right I can do this yeah and I downed uh, my fair share of just sipping Jaeger <laughs> sipping sipping Jaeger yeah. over the weekend Ugh. it's not bad because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like no I've got PTSD from our old boss and his <laughs> Jaeger machine I'm with you a hundred percent God our, he just always drank Jaeger yeah our buddy has the exact, exact same Jaeger same machine but yeah it was just like sipping no thank you 
and yeah. out of uh, uh, chilled uh, shot glasses, which make a big difference. Yeah. Too. Oh, fancy iced. Yeah. Which probably was good because he uh, like he's like uh, he he likes to fish, so he was doing some fishing up north and caught all this fish. And so did like a massive fish fry, and it was awesome. Like oh it was so good. Yeah, and it was perch and walleye. Oh, yeah. it was delicious. It was so good, Haley. <sighs> it's it like so a good. buttermilk little batter on it. Mm, I love fresh fish. Oh yeah, and they did like deep fried pickles <laughs> and <gasps> roasted beets, and like yeah. yeah, it was it was really really good. So that like digestive afterwards probably helped. I felt great. But I just. I'm with Haley. I have PTSD from Jaeger, mm-hmm. yeah. Jaeger bombs, Jaeger shots from like our old boss. Also just like living my life as a young person. Yeah. Jaeger, yeah. Jaeger, Jaeger. Ugh. But like, yeah, when you're shooting it, it's totally different. No, I don't know. I, I had no idea people really sip it. Like I, I've, I've sipped it once and I'm like, interesting. But yeah, sipping yeah, several. Sipping it. Not bad, not just bad. Just sipping it away. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yesterday, Drama. Drama, Haley. Where was their drama? Blood and drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) On our uh, Insta story, I have a little peek. Crash Mars. All one word. Uh, I'm just done. I'm doing a little meal prep, making a nice fresh salad from things from the garden. Zucchini, cucumbers, some tomatoes. Uh, And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to finally slice everything with the dreaded mandolin. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Yep. You missing a finger? (laughs) You think I would use that little, uh, little... Guard cup thing that comes with it. Why Crash. didn't you? No. Why didn't you? I, oh, I couldn't find it for one. And so I'm, I'm going. I'm like, oh, it's looking good, looking good. Look at my red onions. Oh, like paper thin. Awesome. Yeah. Get to the cuke and then a zook. Oh, I just diced the whole top of my. It's like my middle a, finger. There's a big chunk. It just looks like a red dot on ah. camera. But when you look at it up close, there's it's like yeah. a full divot. Like it's a. Yeah, I post a nice <laughs> close up on uh, Insta story. Yeah. Why, why don't you ever learn? When I don't know. Yeah, because I've done that with my thumb before. Yeah. Oh, I shaved the side of my thumb, and then yeah, now the top. I'm missing a chunk of my nail and the top of my finger. Oh, you don't gosh. realize how much you use your middle finger. For like typing this yeah. touch screen, and I bang it into everything, everything now. Do I typically yeah. bang this finger that much? Because you carved so much out of it, like the top, like the, your nails yeah. missing. I feel like I cut it right to the nerves because it's yeah. very sensitive. I wonder if you're gonna always have a divot there now. Oh no! Or like if it's gonna grow back like a nice puffy, you know, like a nice puffy fingertip looks like. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Yours yeah. Is like a nicely, yeah. Yeah, yours is gone now. I wonder if it will just heal oh. and you'll have a divot. No, I, this is my favorite finger. I know oh. it's mine too. But how am I going to be a hand model? I don't know. Oh, you're not. I want to be a. <laughs> yeah, those days have passed. I want to be a forty-year-old hand model. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's my next phase of my career. I uh, he brings you. That ship sailed twenty years ago. Oh no! I should have been soaking him in lotion for the last decade. Yep, uh, probably. Well, you, sometimes you need rugged hands, well, all cut up and dry for marketing. No, Sean wants to know: Did you guys still eat the salad? Oh, we I, did. And the first thing I said to Crash, I'm like, "Is there finger or blood?" <laughs> Because it's like a big chunk, like it, a huge chunk. I peeled it off the mandolin. I went... So it didn't fall into the salad? It, it didn't make it in the salad. Gross. No, I peeled it off. And like it's... The mandolin is so like sharp yeah. that I sliced it. And I'm like, I pull my finger. I'm like... <gasps> and I look and it didn't bleed. 
and it's just like the smoothest cut, <gasps> and then all of a sudden, whoosh, yeah, just blood. It just poured blood. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's no good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's no good, buddy. Yeah, but I'm bumping it into everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have a bandaid on it? I figure I should probably let it air out. Okay. I had a bandaid on yesterday to stop the bleeding. I threw a little poly on it. It's not bad today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to. Just you don't want to get like dirt and germs in there. Uh, I need it to get crispy. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, otherwise right? it won't heal. Yeah, I need it to heal. I don't. I, yeah, okay. I can't have moisture all over it. Keep putting poly on it though; it's not going to crisp up. Well, the poly wipes off with right. just like in two minutes with so me bumping into something. Grease all over your shorts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got a couple grease slips. That's not going to come out. No, probably not. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says uh, from Mitch. Cut my thumbnail in half grating cheese the other day. Oh! Ouch. Uh, Sean said, glad your salad didn't go to the waste. Did the same thing with that tool. I threw it in the garbage. Never use a mandolin ever again. Mm. I should probably, I don't even know if we still have the little safety thing. Yeah. But I should probably get one of those kitchen gloves. Yeah, I think you should. The ones that uh, you you can't cut the glove. Especially because you have a lot of sharp knives. I do. Yeah, you do. I have those really... Really, really, really sharp uh, mm-hmm. chefs. Yeah, knives. <laughs> you, you will yeah. never wear the gloves. Get them all you want. You're never gonna. You don't put think I put the glove no. on? Mm-mm. You'll buy them. You'll never use them. Do chefs use the gloves, no. or do they just know how to cut? They properly? just know how to cut properly. Mm. <laughs> and Andrew, your salad was no longer vegetarian. No, it wasn't. It's cannibal. <laughs> yeah, just a little meat in there. No, yeah, human meat. Yeah, no bigs, guys. No nothing, bigs. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> protein. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty gross. Yeah. So if you love to see a little, uh, a little shaven. <laughs> yeah, it's on our Insta. <laughs> Perfect. Um, as we were mentioning with the weather, it is going to be a scorcher today. Um, 30 for the temperature. Add the humidity. Going to feel like 35. There is, of course, a chance of a thunderstorm rolling in yeah. late this evening and possibly after midnight. Uh, and then tomorrow, things cool off a bit. Going to be 24, 23, 20, 22. Look at all change. So kind of low 20s there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Traffic-wise, I do have one thing for you this morning. So it looks like the lights are out at... Uh Terwilliger and Rabbit Hill Road. Uh, so far, it's so good, but uh, it's early. You know what's going to happen in about an hour or so when it really starts to pick up. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Treat that as a four-way stop. Terwilliger and Rabbit Hill Road lights are out. If you guys do see anything else this morning, or if you'd just like to join the conversation, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, Ginge is on holidays all week. He's enjoying some time off. Nice. I think he went to Oppenheimer last night. Oh, did he? Yeah, he went. If he, it worked. He, if it worked. <laughs> if it worked. Yeah, I think it worked here A in lot Edmonton. of theaters were having problems. Yeah. Oh, really? He, he bought a solo ticket and just, he was like, bye, I'm yeah. going on my own. With the, the old film, like, it wasn't syncing up. The audio wasn't syncing up. Yeah. Were, really? Like, losing their minds. I think in Edmonton it worked okay. Mm. A couple other cities, though, didn't yeah. have the greatest of luck. Now, if you didn't sleep last night because of the thunderstorms, uh, it looks like they were all over the province. And actually, Jasper National Park caught fire, two fires, oh. as a matter of fact, because of a lightning storm that that happened over the weekend. The good thing is, though, is that they were able to bring them under control. Nine firefighters, three helicopters worked all weekend after lightning strike two fires there. Jeez. Apparently, several lightning strikes hit the park. Oh. And two fires came out of it. So that was uh, that's good news. Because mm. the last thing we need is fires burning out of control 
in this province. Yeah, no kidding. The good news is, is that firefighters are able to find the fire and then start with suppression efforts within 20 minutes of it being reported. So, oh, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, so, that's great. That's some good work. We had a lot of rain, too. I checked my rain gauge this morning. It was yeah. like almost two and a half inches. Oh, yeah. It was dumping rain yeah. last night. The East Coast is also getting pounded yeah. by rain, uh, including parts of New, uh, pardon me, of Nova Scotia over the weekend. And then Cape Breton this morning is also experiencing some significant flooding. This is kind of crazy, though, off the coast of Newfoundland, over a dozen bombs weighing 227 kilograms each, as well as numerous other artillery projectiles were identified at two famous shipwrecks off the site of southern Newfoundland. Oh. And they say that the bombs, like, might possibly still be active. Like they're they're still in the ships that sunk? The Royal Canadian Navy announced the discovery in a series of tweets, which also is no longer tweets. We'll get to that later on as well. Mm -hmm. Um, That included a picture of an expedition to the USS Truxton, which is an American destroyer, and the USS Pollux. Both of those ships sank during a fierce blizzard on February 18th, 1942. A 110 crew members of the USS Truxton died. Huh. 93 crew of the USS Pollux. There were only 186 survivors, according to the Canadian government. So they were finally able to get down there just to give you like some, I guess, some like insight as to how, how vast and large the ocean is. Mm. 1942, this happened. It wasn't just until recently yeah. that they were able to get down there and have a look. Oh, my gosh. So what do they do? Are they just leaving it? Well, and just know that there's active bombs. Apparently in there? now they've gone to the surface. They <laughs> yeah. haven't brought anything up, and they're just like, "What should we do?" <laughs> so they say, "Quote: A report is being drawn to recommend what to do next. The bombs could pose a danger to the local fishing community." Well, yeah, like if uh, I don't know how deep it is, but like if an anchor catches it, maybe yeah. like that would be a problem. Recreational yeah. divers, stories of fishermen pulling up and catching potentially explosive artillery in their nets has popped up over the years. No reports of injuries, but they want to make sure that they can remove them, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, there's just a pile of bombs. A pile. Of, <laughs> that's exactly it. A pile of bombs. I'll put a picture on the app. Yeah, it's literally just, yeah, the divers going around being like, oh, <laughs> oh, man. What it's pretty a wild. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. Hmm. All right. For those of you who are just getting up this morning, maybe you're going to be having some breakfast. Um, would you pour maple syrup on a hot dog? Probably would try it. Yeah, give it a shot. Okay, because basically this is it but for breakfast. Maple syrup flavored Spam. Is hitting grocery store shelves, and you can get it on Amazon. And the makers of Spam think it's something that if you're a Spam fan, you really want it. Especially now that, you know, people are going through a little bit of a financial crisis. Mm. And Spam is cheap, and cooking breakfast at home is easy to do. Jazz really, up that Spam. They're really hitting the breakfast angle hard. The press release includes a breakfast sandwich recipe. Basically, maple Spam and eggs with waffles as the buns. Mmm. That actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had spam. Uh, you don't think you've never had spam? Honestly, in my whole life, I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Really? Have you? You've had it, Crash? Well, I've, yeah, I've had spam. What's uh, what's all the versions? Like spam? There's click. Yeah, there's click. Uh, the canned ham. Have you had those? 
Uh, no, like that I've, weird, like rounded triangle can. I've never had that, like that either. Roll, the Mm-mm. roll tab. You no? I guarantee you, my dad has had it. Yeah, we used to, but I've never had it. I remember that would get fried up for dinner. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, uh, the, and that's like, what it's for. Even as a kid, I just remember it being salty as hell. <laughs> well, apparently, um, you guys might not know this, but there's actually eleven types of spam now that you can buy. And Crash, if you want to get back into it, they do offer a low sodium, oh. so it won't be as uh, a nice, a nice healthy option. That's right, <laughs> a nice healthy option. Apparently, spam is the best when it's fried up in a frying pan. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Yeah, throw it on some toast. Hmm. Mwah. Yeah, I don't, or just I'd, dice it up and just have little weird meaty uh, sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you had? Meaty sticks? Meaty sticks. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says spam is very popular on the big island in Hawaii. It appears on menus, even McDonald's. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Southside Bob says, never had spam, never gonna. It's effing gross. Why don't you dice it up in little cubes and throw it in a salad? Yeah, I, I don't like think how I'm going to be like, doing that do either. Do a little cube cheese, do cube, yeah. cube spam. Mm. Change did, it up a bit. Did you get spam in your lunch when you were growing up? Uh, oh, we had spam sandwiches. Oh, you did, hey? Yeah, yeah. when you ran out of bung baloney. Right. <laughs> that was when you... Is Spam in water when you open it? Uh, I think it's moist. It's not in water. It's not floating like a big brick of feta cheese. Okay. Not in like yeah. a salty brine. Yeah, no. Huh. Yeah, it's moist. Yeah, I don't think it's... Hmm. My spam didn't come in brine. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if you do want to get on the spam, uh, you definitely can do so, especially in the morning with the new maple flavored spam. Mm. Throw it on. Uh, <laughs> throw it on some toast, and you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. We know that this was a weekend of movies with both Barbie and Oppenheimer, and both of them, of course, did very well at the box office. And so Matt Damon has come forward to say. Hey, everybody. I could have made a ton of money, too, but I didn't. Matt Damon could have done Avatar. James Cameron offered it to him back in 2009, but he was doing the Jason Bourne movies at those times, Mm. and he didn't want to, quote, leave them in the lurch, so he turned it down. But here's the thing. In addition to salary, Matt Damon was offered a percentage of the earnings, and ultimately, he would have made $250 million U.S. if he had done the movie. Damn! What a dummy. Oh, that's hard. Sometimes you can't see the yeah well, yeah you just yeah like, and how do you know yeah right and with their their movies the born series and stuff contracts like you can't put productions on hold yeah well, now, you probably could mind you but. matt damon said um that it's the most money that an actor has ever turned down and the internet quickly came forward to say no that's not true buddy mm-hmm. cnn even pointed out sean connery turned down the role of gandalf in the lord of the rings tr- trilogy damn he was offered 30 million per film yeah plus a percentage which would have put $450 million U.S. in his oh, pocket. Oh, jeez. And he said no. That sucks knowing after the fact, it right? sucks. Like that, that whole missed opportunity thing where you're like, mm, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And then it turns out to be like this like massively lucrative thing. I've always had it. The, like people that had a chance to invest yeah. on the ground floor. Someone's shoddy business idea. And you're like, yeah, yeah okay, buddy. And then three years later, it's some empire. And you're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> His coat hanger business didn't look appealing at the time. His coat hanger business. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. Mm, but you my, never know. In my experience, um, I've had the opposite happen. Mm. Where, like, I, I took a job. You've had crazy success. No, no, no. No, I took a job that yeah. was really good money, and oh. then it didn't work out, so I ended up without a job. Oh, yeah. Like, where if I would have stayed at my job. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, but, the whole grass is greener, not greener on the other side kind of deal. Yeah, sometimes mm. it is, though. Like, sometimes it is greener. Sure, yeah. 
Well, in case you're wondering, though, Matt Damon, uh, he's not hurting. I know he's His not. His net worth is $170 million. Yeah, so maybe he should sit down. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he should just sit right down, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, I don't fully get the physics of how you would do this in this next story here, but it's probably easier in the sweatiest and slickest month of the year, which is uh, so far this one. A 24-year-old guy named Michael Brennan got arrested after he used a stolen credit card to book a 17-night stay at a vacation home near Clearwater, Florida. Mm. The cops, when they found him at the vacation home, found a bunch of credit cards, IDs, and social security cards that belonged to other people. Now, while they were booking him into jail, they said, do you have drugs or contraband on him? And he said no. But then they strip searched him and they found a 22 caliber bullet hidden under his dingles. Oh, how do you that? The, nobody knows. Huh? Like, does he have a, like a massive balls? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to hold a bullet under there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have those parts. So you'll have to let me know. Yeah, they were hidden under the the. Yeah. The balls. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if they're strapped in with tight undies, sure. Yeah, it's not even clear why he wanted to sneak a single bullet into the jail, but the officer who had to retrieve it noted that the round had not been fired. So, hmm. do you think it was just like accidentally in the undies? <laughs> and then like it was sweaty outside because yeah, it's maybe it just, it's hot. Yeah, it just stuck. And it yeah, just stuck oh, there. That's another option. Yeah, if you got sweaty bees, anything will stick down there. Will it? Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Okay. <laughs> right. I found coins. I found a lighter. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> a lighter. If you put some gonch on when you sit on the couch crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That problem. <laughs> Mars, Mars is looking for the uh, remote control. I'm like, one sec. <laughs> oh, there it is. Right under there. <laughs> Oh my it's goodness. not even like a regular lighter to the barbecue lighter. I'm like, how did that get oh, shot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. By the way, I did put his mugshot up in the app. If you guys want to have a look there. Oh yeah. Oh, that guy. Just bullet balls. He's got, he's got him up there. <laughs> mm. All right. For those of you who um, want another side hustle and maybe you're thinking about getting involved in skip the dishes. This is the story for you, but I do want to tell you, um, please don't run out and quit your job just to do this because a, I'm not hundred percent sure if I believe it. And when I tell you how many hours he had to work, mm. you're going to turn this down as well. Uh, Ronald Coleman is a 45 year old door dash, dash driver in Honolulu, Hawaii. He says he's delivering in paradise and apparently the money isn't that bad. He brought in $114,000 in revenue on DoorDash last year. Damn. Is this comparable to what you were pulling Haley? Uh, no, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I would still be doing it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Apparently, he's now on pace to make roughly $120,000 this year. By the way, these are top line figures. They don't include operating expenses like gas and vehicle maintenance. Hmm. Now, how did he do it? How did he make this much money? Because I'm sure anybody listening right now who has done the side hustle mm-hmm. of delivering for Skip, you're like, what? I would imagine or it's... Uber Eats, you're like, yeah. stop it. I would imagine it's grueling. Hmm. He said that in order to make that money, yeah. he had to work between 14 to 20 hours per day. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a lot of work. That's like, forget that. All you, Your entire life is just delivering. Yeah. And then it. you're just exhausted. That's it. That's uh, all you do. Oh, that is terrible. Mm-hmm. That's all you do. Because, like, Haley, you, you went uh, pretty hard on... Uh, it was Skip the Dishes, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, how many days a week would you be uh, taking orders? Uh, I only did it a handful of times. Oh, okay. Because I just, like... <laughs> 
It wasn't the money wasn't great. Yeah. It was extra money, but it wasn't like anything worth doing. Sure. I yeah, guess the wear and tear me. on your vehicle, the gas, and your time. Like, and my we, time, like weekly, yeah. what were you were you looking at like like maybe a hundred bucks a week? That's it? Maybe. <sighs> oh yeah. god, that's not worth the time. Yeah. No. Oh, that's rough. And then like people would answer the door like half naked. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> is this really what I want to be spending my time doing? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll never understand that. <laughs> yeah. Like you can see me coming on the app, put some clothes on. Right? Yeah, cover up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. How many times would you like would you say people came to the door inappropriately? Oh, like fifty percent of the time. Fifty <laughs> percent? Oh my god, those are terrible numbers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, and like by like half naked, like that's just like shorts, no t-shirt kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. And they're like, sweet, thanks. I'm just like, here's your food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> were the, did you notice if the half naked people were better tippers? They usually weren't. Oh. Was everybody overall horrible tippers? Yeah, for the most part. Ah. Uh, yeah. Tip them. Tip your, tip your delivery drivers. Yeah. It, it's changed how I order from Skip. I always usually tip them like between eight and ten dollars now sure yeah just yeah. to make it worth their time well yeah because yeah you know you know it ain't worth it <laughs> i'm like I, I feel your pain here. yeah oh <laughs> thank you for bringing me my chicken i was too stoned to go get it <laughs> yeah that's exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah you're, you gotta pay for the convenience right that's it and i'm like you know what i couldn't go anywhere thank you so much yeah yeah perfect <laughs> yeah i know i feel bad for the uh, skip drivers that have to like uh pick up or drop off downtown because like they're they're looking for parking yeah. anywhere and i I could only imagine how many parking tickets they get. And like yeah. that just eats into any sort of profit that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if I'm at the gym looking out the window, yeah, I can see like a skip sucks. driver coming in to run to the food court. And the parking attendant is just like patrolling. Yeah. And I saw like a one skip driver getting into a fight with a parking attendant oh my the other gosh. day. Or the uh, parking ticket person. Oh, don't, don't, don't take it them. <laughs> they got tickets. Yeah, they do. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, many drivers for platforms like Uber, Skip, DoorDash, uh, they actually, in this report, in a survey, said that they aren't happy with their tips. And that people just like Haley reported, they're yeah. not tipping. Yeah. <sighs> Like, I get it's expensive to order, but mm-hmm. then just go pick it up yourself. And, like, as a driver, <laughs> do you get a percentage of that order? Uh, it's very small. Oh. So you can tell when people aren't tipping. Oh. So do you only work for tips? Yeah, pretty much. Tip is where you get the cash. Yeah, because there's oh. a delivery fee on every um, order oh, right. as well. Yeah. yeah. So that delivery fee goes towards... Oh, okay, the driver? Yeah. So but not it, all of it. But if you look, it's like four ninety nine. Mm, and you've yeah. got to drive across Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, ah, it's not for me. <laughs> when you're uh, you're like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to deliver some stuff tonight. Yeah. You load obviously like a different back end of the app. Yeah, there was a, a separate app like a courier side. Oh, okay. Um and each week you could like you had to bid for what shifts you wanted. Mm. And you would get some shifts or not. Mm-hmm. And then you could keep an eye out to see if anything open came up. And then you could like do last minute shifts and pick up last minute shifts. Can you just like pick your area and that's it? You can, yeah. Oh, okay. You can pick what area of Edmonton you do. Yeah, um, yeah. I was mostly mostly on the south side. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh yeah no hmm. i uh i don't think i'd do it again <laughs> it's not at least for me you, at least you can say you've done it and you kept the bag oh yeah i still have the bags <laughs> it's great for when i have to go pick up my own food because yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's <nice and> hot. <laughs> love it this text here five six seven eight nine says my old co-worker used to deliver a skip as well there's so many drivers that getting a job is competitive yeah he told me so many stories about working five to eight hours and only making 20 or 30 bucks because mm. he hardly got any calls or deliveries it was awful oh yeah a lot of the time too if there's like no delivery time like if you're working something like a time that works best for you like yeah. for me it was after the show so between three and six mm-hmm and a lot of the times that was like a really busy time but there were so many drivers I would be sitting in my car for like 10-15 minutes waiting for something to come oh really yeah and does do they assign you or you have to like select it It, they will uh, depending on your um, seniority in the company how many deliveries you've made yeah yeah and um, And your rating probably what type of deliveries you're accepting so if you're accepting even like the smallest paid ones yeah you're more likely to get the bigger ones oh Oh. Yeah. Oh, so it's basically like a take anything. Yeah. Oh. But if you've got, um, if people put orders in and you can see that the tip option's really small and you don't want to take it, you can refuse it. Damn. So if your food is taking a long time to get picked up, it's yeah. because people don't want to do it. Because they can see you you uh, were nope. shoddy on the tip. Nobody wants to make $2 <laughs> to deliver oh. you your McDonald's. Yeah, you want your food faster, tip well. Yeah, so I've always been. I've, That's I've, why Haley's like, 10 bucks, give me that food now. I tip 10 bucks, they show up immediately. <laughs> I never have to wait for my food. That is sweet. Huh, good. Yeah. yeah. Good point. There you go. That's uh, some good tips, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some good tips. Speaking of, I guess, things that are delicious, today is National Tequila Day. Mm. And it's going to be a nice warm day today, too. You'll feel like you're in Mexico today with a humidex of 35. Um, do you guys want to guess? Let me see here. What should I do here? Do you want to guess what um, what year... Um, People started drinking alcohol made of blue agave. Uh, oh, the agave plant. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you can do it like like in the hundreds. I'll give you like, uh, you can do it by century. So you can say like the 1800s, 1600s, whatever you want to mm. say. I, I bet you it's been, uh, I'm going to say uh, 1500s. 1500s, yeah. okay. Oh, I think it's earlier than that. You think? I think so. Mm. Tequila's been around for a hot second. Mm. Isn't that made from blue agave? So it is, yeah, yeah, the blue agave, yeah. I'm going to do 1300s. 1300s. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, the you guys are both way off. Oh god. Um, by thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, it is noted in history that indigenous peoples began to drink alcohol made of blue agave that they called pulque, which is very similar to tequila, in the year 1000 BC. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. It's been around for a bit. Yeah. I around for a bit. I do not understand time. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Uh, by the way, Crash, you said 1500. Yeah. Uh, that is when um, Mezcal started. Oh, see, I knew it because I love Mezcal. Yeah. They, the Spanish invade Mexico and begin cooking agave in distilling pots, and they called it Mezcal wine. So There's just changed. something about Mezcal that yeah. mwah, I just love. <laughs> I know you love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Jose Antonio made the first Cuervo tequila. Do you guys want to oh, guess uh, in what year? Uh, Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo, what year? Uh, that one, I'm going to guess uh, 1860. Okay, 1860. Haley. Why do I feel like it's older than the guess that I had? I'm going to go 12. Oh. 12. 1204. Oh. Okay, well, one of you is closer than the other. <laughs> By thousands of years. By thousands of years. <laughs> I'm hoping it's me. <laughs> By hundreds of years. Uh, Crash, you were closer. 1795. 1795. Is when that was birthed. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the Jose Cuervo, uh, 
Mm. Yeah, what, you're not big into it. No, I feel like that was because uh, uh, I don't think it's premium, is it? Because I remember that showing up at a lot of house parties. Yeah, that's uh like that's uh you're gonna hurt the next day, hurt <laughs> your body. Yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna be vomiting in the hedges out front. Oh God, don't oh Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo, what a night! Mm. Uh, by the way, seventy six percent of people said that they love a margarita and they wouldn't turn one down. Mm. So that's good news. Thirty mm-hmm. uh, percent of people said that it's their favorite happy hour drink. So if you're gonna be hitting happy hour uh, on the patio, it's a hot day today. You're gonna get a margarita. Thirty three percent said, "Give me my margarita over ice." 67% said freeze it and blend it up. Mm. 65% said salt that rim. And 67% said don't salt that rim. Oh, you gotta have a salty rim. Oh, you gotta rim. have a salted rim. Mm, right? You just salted rim. That is mandatory. Yeah. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, 41% of people think that people who drink Margs are, quote, lightweights. No. And I don't think so at all. I you, disagree with that. You can get wasted on a Marg. I'm afraid of people who can just casually drink margaritas. <laughs> Me too. Like, that's terrifying. Right? Your body can handle all that tequila and lime? I know. Oh, my God. I know. And they also asked, if there was a scorpion or a bug in the bottle of your tequila, which sometimes it comes that way, Mm. would you eat it? No. No. I have never. I've never had the the worm in the tequila. The worm, the larva. No, I've never, ever had that. I posted a picture on the app. That looks disgusting. Let me see it. The worm is in two shot glasses. Uh, No, thanks. uh, I'm sure it it just, it would just be mushy booze, right? uh, Like the worm? Because it'd be so soaked in alcohol. You you wouldn't even taste the worm. I don't know, though. Do you eat it? Do you eat it? I think you're supposed to, no? I think it would be crunchy. Crunchy. Well, yeah, because think about it, because bugs have like that exoskeleton. I don't think soaking it in booze is going to make it soft. But these worms wouldn't have that. They do. They have a crunchy casing. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, gross. That's so gross. Yeah. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. By the way, the percentage of people who said that they would eat it is 4%. So it's like way low. Yeah. Well, that's. Um, would you guys though? Has Never. Any, is there anybody listening who has actually no. ate the bug in a tequila? I, maybe if I'm half a bottle of Jose Cuervo down, maybe I'd be confident enough to do it. Uh, but yeah, no. Because sometimes there's scorpions in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Hell no. Like, and apparently, I googled it. You can eat the scorpion. Like beginning yeah. of the vodka night too. Beginning of the night, if you offered me a hundred bucks, I'm not doing it. Not happening. That's what if, gross. Okay, what if you were 21 years old? Oh, tw- oh I was back, pretty dumb. Back when you thought you were invincible. Uh, yeah. yeah, I probably would have done it. <laughs> you would have done it, you would have done it. it at 21? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. All right, is there anybody listening um, who has done something as badass as that? Mm-hmm. Um, did you eat the worm? Did you eat the scorpion? Was there a spider in there? Mm. A spider? I guess, yeah, sometimes I, they do that. I right? was Googling like different insects and alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't have to be tequila, by the way. It can be vodka because I saw that as well. I'm going to say no matter what it is, I probably wouldn't be able to do it because I wanted to vomit when I had a copious amount of fruit flies in my wine. <laughs> well, that's just disgusting. That, <laughs> that is was not, so gross. That's not like a delicacy. That is, <laughs> that is, um, that is really, that is just, just that's just really, really a gross. A bad, dirty bar. That's a bad, <laughs> dirty, yes. That is a dirty, dirty bar. Yeah. Was anybody brave enough to eat it? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. It is National Tequila Day today. 
And if you're going to be getting out there and having some uh, tequila drinks on a patio, I mean, why not do so for National Tequila Day? By the way, the number one way in which we consume tequila is in the form of a margarita. Mm-hmm. 76% of us say that we love a margarita. Like, Haley, you're a margarita girl. Are you a just like tequila girl in general? Uh, tequila. Like tequila on its own? Yeah. Tequila on its own, I can tolerate it. Yeah. But it's... Like, I'm holding back gags. <laughs> I'm I love with you. That. I, I love that we're all like, ooh, but we'll still do it. Uh, like, I love it in a margarita. <laughs> I love it in a margarita. I agree, but mm. a shot? I mm. can't do, I just can't do shots anymore. My body can't. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> when they're in front of you, you end up doing them. And, oh, I can't help myself. I know. My hands in, are moving before my brain can say I no. I know. You never grow out of it. <laughs> but then you regret it. Uh, yeah, you have mad regret. Oh, yeah. And it just hurts the older you get. Yeah. We also talked about the 4% to people who said that they would eat the worm at the bottom of a tequila bottle or a scorpion or whatever other creature is in the bottom of the bottle. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if there's anything else besides the liquor in the shot glass or in the bottle, have mm-hmm. you consumed it? Uh, 780-489-4669 uh, if you want to share. Yeah. I've, I haven't seen a spider in any liquor. No, but if you, I've, if you I've Google seen the scorpion, it, though. Yeah. If you Google it, there's some with tra- little tarantulas at the bottom. Not little, but mm-hmm. bottle-sized tarantulas at the bottom. Does the uh, does the worm in like booze and tequila, does it break down? Like, if you give it a shake, will it, like, start, like, breaking down? I don't know, because I've seen the worm in the bottom of the bottom of a bottle of tequila, and it's yeah. been there a hot minute. Yeah. And it's, like, intact. Right? Yeah, like it holds. I wonder if they preserve them. Oh, if they're like dehydrated or something ahead of time? Maybe. And then dropped in and then they're like... Maybe the alcohol keeps them nice and fresh. (laughs) There was always that rumor, too, that you would get like instantly more wasted if you ate the worm. Well, because it's like... I don't know if that's true either. It's like eating the, uh, what is it, the maraschino cherry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been soaked in vodka? That's been just soaking in booze. I did get wasted off those once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are good. They're really good. Those moonshine cherries look oh at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Uh, Mermanator at 56789 says, Hey, guys, not the worm, but I did the sour toe challenge in Dawson City, Yukon. <sighs> you might have to Google it. No teeth, no tongue, no tonsils. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Do you? Go- well, you're not supposed to eat it. <laughs> you're no. supposed to just let it touch your lips, aren't you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the toe is supposed to enter your mouth. And for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a it's a human toe. It's a mummified human toe. Yeah, donated Ugh. by a local. Yeah, it's a shot of whiskey, usually Yukon Jack, with an unusual accompan- accompaniment, which is a mummified human toe. But yeah, the toe is only supposed to touch your yeah, lips. Yeah, how do you no? do it? So You're supposed I- to bump your mouth, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't all be going in your in your mouth. You don't gargle it. You're not like, oh, which I guess is why and they then say spit no. Spit the toe back <gasps> in. <laughs> oh God! Didn't somebody swallow the toe that one time? Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, every couple of years the toe disappears because we were wondering, like, where do you get a new toe? But Some, apparently, it's like donated from a local. Yeah, they're donated. Someone dies, and it's like, oh, Harry. Well, Harry would have wanted his toe in the bar. Uh does someone? Does someone die? Is that how you get the toe? Oh, I would imagine so. Apparently, there's one rule when doing this. You can drink it fast, you can drink it slow, but your lips have got to touch the toe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, don't so let the, that's what it is. Yeah, don't let the toe go in your mouth. Oh, God. Oh. Merm, did it go in your yeah, mouth? M- that was Merm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Merm, don't don't eat the toe. <laughs> <laughs> Gives it a bite. <laughs> By the way, how this drink started, apparently, was, um, I guess, the legend of the sour toe 
dates back to 1920 when a rum runner lost his toe during an awful blizzard due to frostbite. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah, Jack says, uh, guys, I did the worm. What? How was it, though? Yeah, you got to tell us how it was. Do you not remember it? You just know that you, like, did it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be nasty. Yeah. Trucker Leon at 56789 says that worm will screw you up for 12 hours. It's almost like doing a hallucinogenic. What? The worm is that powerful? I don't know. Another text here says, please keep me anonymous. Everybody wants to stay anonymous this morning. Uh, they're not mushy, but that worm gets you buzzing. Oh. Mm. So it must. So I guess, well, yeah, I guess anything then soaked in liquor. But almost like a. Uh, like it enhances it. Like a, um, like a, like a acid trip? Maybe. So it's like. An That's ex- insane. So the tequila worm is like an extreme gusher. Remember those little candies? I do remember that. Mm. Yeah, and it would it would gush out. So you bite the worm, and it's like, oh. and it just blows uh, tequila or whatever all over. Nobody wants to be that screwed up, though, do they? Well, I think if you're if you're gonna have a tequila night, sure. If you're in your twenties, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, if you're in your twenties, yeah, why not? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I feel like uh, looking at the the stories coming in too. Uh, I feel like I got a little FOMO. A little bit. In my twenties, no, you don't. In my twenties, do I should have done this in my twenties. Now, no, I'm not. Um, I don't. I don't have enough FOMO to do it in my uh, in my late thirties. <laughs> right. Okay, sure. Sure. Right. But uh, yeah, I should have done it in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Mm. Oh, this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, yeah, I can't really tell you a story because I did eat the worm once. Mm. I don't remember much after it. I just know that I woke up in my bed the next day with no idea how I got there. I had a hangover for a week. Oh my god! Ah, this see? is off the worm. That's off the worm. I feel like that's crash texting in. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's your future, buddy. Yeah, yeah, just blackout drunk. You're gonna be hungover for seven days. Oh god, I'd be like, I hate the worm. Jax, who did the worm, gave us a follow up oh, okay, here at five six seven yeah. eight nine. Says I was in Mexico. They drained the bottle just to make me do the worm. Mm. I was fine, but I had already been drinking for seven hours. Oh my god! Wow, you're hardcore. Your poor body. <laughs> so you had the confidence of seven hours of drinking. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like, give me that worm. Yeah. The worm is nothing. And then nothing. Didn't do anything. This text here, 56789, says, guys, I had a friend uh, bring a bottle of Mezcal from Mexico. Mm. We split the worm. I don't remember much after that. Hmm. My God. It's mixed reviews on that. Yeah. People either got blackout drunk by doing the worm or they're like, yeah, it's just a worm. On the app, it says, just swallow the worm whole. Do oh. not bite it. God, I feel like the little legs grazing down my throat oh. would make me just lose it, though. Imagine if you swallowed it and it got stuck, oh. and then you're like, <laughs> and then you could feel like this worm coming back just up, like inching its way back up your throat. <laughs> Southside Sarah at five six seven eight nine says my husband had a bottle of absinthe from Europe. It had a big beetle in it. He, he ate it. <gasps> Is that just a poorly stored bottle of liquor, or was that a thing? No, I think that that's a thing. Because you would never know, right? This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, it's Jay. I did the worm and then three beers. I was very drunk and I can drink, LOL. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, verdict's in. I'm not doing the worm. Yeah. <laughs> it's nasty. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. How many of you guys went to see Barbie over the weekend? Mm. How many of you guys went to see Oppenheimer over the weekend? Was it good? 
Hey. Yeah, was it good? Give us the yeah. reviews. Yeah, yeah, shoot us a text. Five six seven eight nine. You dug it? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the both movies did incredibly well over the mm. weekend. Uh, Barbie did beat out Oppenheimer though when it came to uh, weekend numbers. Barbie coming in at one hundred fifty five million dollars US for an opening weekend. Just opening weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's going to make a filthy amount of money. Apparently, it's the highest amount for a female directed film ever. So wow, uh, just smashing some records yeah, yeah. there. And then Oppenheimer um, as well did really well. Uh, about oh, just over eighty million dollars for an opening Whoa. weekend, which is pretty wow. cool. They say that the push on social social media to see both was very successful. You mm. might remember uh, on Friday we were talking about Barbenheimer, oh, yeah. where you would go see Oppenheimer first and then end on the high note of Barbie. Mm-hmm. And apparently, social media told everybody to did it to do it. And guess what? They well, did. they did. They're like, sure, we'll go do that. Hmm. And and they did. Haley wasn't able to see Barbie over the weekend because she was at a uh, wedding. Yeah, I was a little preoccupied. Preoccupied. <laughs> a little busy. It's yeah. It's on my things to do this yeah. week. Are you going to attempt to see it this week, Mars? I might. I, I just want to wait for the weather to get a little worse because I hate... Yeah, you don't want to blow a good day. I don't day. want to blow a good day sitting yeah. in a movie theater, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like a 30-plus day is a good day to hide from the sun. <laughs> uh, Jared at 56789 says, I went to Barbie. My girlfriend yeah. and I laughed and I cried and I loved it. I learned that I am a Kenoff. A no, Kenoff? And I am Kenoff. Oh, Kenoff. Oh, like, like Ken enough? Ken enough. You're Ken enough. Okay. You're, you're Kenoff. I've seen the memes, and I'm thinking oh. it's, it's just Ken, but Ken's... Ken's enough. Ken's enough. He's oh, Jared. Ken enough. So happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that everybody's taking away stuff from this. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, the pop culture phenomenon of Barbenheimer did, of course, take Edmonton by storm as well. We were no different than any other major cities. Hundreds of fans dressed in pink and black at the South Edmonton Common Cineplex Theater on Thursday to be one of the first to watch the Barbie movie on the big screen. Um, and instead of just watching one movie, we did the Barbenheimer. We went for it, mm. which is uh, which is pretty funny. What a commitment! Because the uh, the Oppenheimer one that's like three hours, just under three hours, Whoa. and then Barbie's just under two. What a commitment to the theater! Yeah, see, I've got a plan because I want to do a double feature. Like mm. I want to do that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my plan is go see Oppenheimer first because that's yeah. a long one, sure. and it's sad. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Walk out of that. Have have a nice dinner afterwards. You oh. know, eat something. Take a break from the screen. Oh, okay, all right. And then go back in for Barbie. Okay. All right. Give yourself a a break so you can think about it and go, wow, that was a good movie. That's a way to do it because I would not be able to spend that much time in a theater. Yeah. Even three hours. Yeah, they usually (laughs) have got like restaurants. Yeah, yeah, nearby. Corner to them, so... I figure that's what I want to do. That's, that's pretty cool. Make a night of it. Sure. Sure. Well, the Cineplex Theater is one of only four in Canada that has a 70 millimeter IMAX film projector. And of course, we have one here in Edmonton. And apparently things went over pretty good. Hmm. By the way, the reel for the three hour long Oppenheimer film weighs more than 600 pounds <laughs> and stretches more than 11 miles. And here in Edmonton, it took six months of work in order for them to bring it to life on the big screen here at the IMAX. Did they have to update like technology or something? Or I yeah I, I yeah I think so. Is uh, the six hundred pounds? Is it like one roll? Because like back in the day, like wouldn't they like have to like splice? I thought it came in numerous like canisters, but yeah. I I don't know about this one. Or is it just one. one big canister now? I dated a guy who worked at a movie theater, and so like, and he was like the projector. You, projector you, guy? Uh, Mars dated a projectionist. Proje- projectionist? Sure. Projectorist? Whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Projectionist. And That's projectionist. What it is. Oh my God. And I, I went up into the, like, back when, like, film was like, it came in the canisters. Uh huh. 
And sometimes you would have to like sync it up. So like as that that one half of the film reel was running out, mm-hmm. the other one was getting ready to go. Oh. It was cool as hell. Oh, wow. And it's you kinda like, like mixed it like, DJ like a DJ. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. Huh. It was really, really neat. Mm. When Oppenheimer is viewed on 70 millimeter film, the IMAX screen is filled from top to bottom. So digi- digital viewings of the film cut off some of the images because of a different aspect ratio. Most films are 16 by 9, but IMAX is uh, 190 to 1. So you get... It's just a full. It's just a fuller yeah, screen. The way it was filmed. The last time the projector was used at West Ed was back in 2017 for Nolan's film Dunkirk. Hmm. So we didn't have any problems with it. Other cities, however, though, oh god, the yeah, IMAX were, oh. in Regina yeah. hit a snag showing Oppenheimer. And um, yeah, apparently people were like screaming and booing. The one in Calgary, people were freaking out. Calgary as well. And I think um, that one only lasted like 15 minutes before the theater pulled it. Yeah. And people were losing their minds. They ran into major issues in Calgary. The With the Calgary one, uh, I read a whole bunch of things. People were like, the audio was completely out of sync. It had technical issues, yeah. Um, the characters, uh, their lines were also like slowed down, like you slowed down a record player. Yeah. So they're like, I'm going to walk over here. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, boom! This is a quote from the folks in Calgary, quote, People went ballistic. Yeah. The managers did their best, particularly trying to explain physical film projection to people who really didn't care to hear how it works. (laughs) They're looking to fill time while they're trying to fix it. They couldn't fix it. Yeah, there was no fixing that There was no fixing it. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone got tickets for like later in the week and people were like, well, this is the only day I had this much uh, that I could devote three freaking hours to it. They said it was pretty obvious right away when they fired it up in Calgary that there was a problem. The audio wasn't synced. It sounded pitched down and they were stopping trying to start uh, the audio to get it back into sync and it didn't really work. Apparently people were yelling and screaming. The audience didn't know it was on film. So they didn't understand the tech, like the oh. tech behind it. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, pause it. Read yeah. It. <laughs> so, and that was when the manager went out in a nerdy way and tried to explain it to them. Nobody cared. And as he's saying, film, young people are like, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they don't. They don't care. <laughs> they they didn't care. And Regina experienced pretty much the same thing. Mm. They couldn't get it to work either. For like crazy. Uh, like movie buffs that wanted to see it on the 70 millimeter. Um, it, wouldn't, wouldn't that be an exciting thing for you guys that it didn't quite work? Because you're like, wow, it's like, this is authentic. No, these people were mad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people were mad. Mm. By the way, of the 30 theaters showing Oppenheimer in that film form, only six are in Canada. Oh, so wow. if you were able to see it. And I think that's worldwide. That Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's yeah. a pretty big deal to be able that's to see huge, it yeah. here in the city, especially if you're a film film buff so yeah I thought that was uh, that was kind of neat by the way the reviews are coming in for both movies from the now family and everyone is saying that they were pretty much incredible I'm Hmm. so excited yeah yeah (laughs) so uh, someone said there was one picture of an Oppenheimer scream where it was half pink And it was giving the true Barbenheimer experience. Like the film got the weird. The film got weird. Oh, no. Just a little exposed or something. Oh, boy. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, I went to see Oppenheimer on the weekend. I thought it was a little hard to follow. The last half was really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. This text here says, guys, I went to go see Barbie. It was so good. It was so corny, so funny. It is such a good time. Go, 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 go. Oh, yeah, and that's what you would expect watching Barbie. Yeah. Right? People said the dialogue was difficult to follow because the soundtrack was so loud and overwhelming in parts of Oppenheimer. Mm. 
Okay. Oh. Were you watching it on the, the old film? On the 70 mil? mil? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure they don't say. But nonetheless, um, the frenzy still continues. So if you're going to be going to check it out, enjoy. Yeah. Both movies getting some pretty good reviews. This is a crazy story. Um, We're going to head down to San Antonio, Texas, where a 13-year-old kidnapping victim was rescued after holding up a note to a stranger with the words, help me. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh. The female victim was at a bus stop near San Antonio, Texas on July the 6th when a man allegedly pointed a gun at her and demanded that she get into the vehicle. Mm. A person spotted the victim inside a parked vehicle in a parking lot holding up a piece of paper that just said the two words, help me. The person who saw called 911, obviously, and officers were dispatched to uh, the vehicle where it was, and they were able to rescue the kidnapped victim. When do you take that seriously? Because... I think every single time. Yeah, you need to take it at si- serious every single every time. Every single time. But, like, there's been a handful of times where I've, like, driven in traffic, and you see in the back seat, like, a child wrote, help me on the window. Yeah. Or they do have paper. Like, do you do anything with that? Absolutely. Oh, I have never done I that. would. If we, were, if we were driving down the road and some kid held up, help me. Yeah. I'd call 911 and really? say, this is the car on the plate. But c- and there's a child that says, help me. Yeah. Because I would. Yeah, I've seen it numerous times and I haven't done anything. If it Numer- wasn't. What do you mean numerous times? It's just like kids like writing help me in the like oh. frozen glass. Or like paper or whatever. Or paper? Know. Or like they're and, and they wave. You're like, oh, I don't know. That's weird. I would take it very seriously. Really? Yeah. Oh. Mm. oh yeah, me too. You you never know. You never know. Yeah. And you never know. And mm. if if it happens to not be the case, then the worst thing that's happening is that person's just getting pulled over and questioned. And then it ruins the whole day, and then you ruin someone's day. Well, then you're making sure. (laughs) Yeah, you're making sure. I agree. Then the kid's going to get yelled at. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the kid is going to get yelled at. Don't write help me on the back of the car. Sometimes that's a lesson you have to learn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the good news is is that they were able to catch the guy. They, of course, uh, put him in jail. He's got a number of charges, Mm. including weapons in the vehicle Hmm. as well. All right, if you're getting up, um, guess what? At 719, you're considered a bit of an early bird. And if this trend in this story keeps going, grandma's going to have to start eating dinner at noon because the Wall Street Journal just did a big article on an emerging trend. Suddenly a lot more of us are early birds for some reason. Hmm. Restaurants are now seating 10% of their customers between 2 and 5 p.m. That's up 5% from 2019. That's my time. Yeah, I love a 5 p.m. dinner. Oh, big time, that's, yeah. That's pushing it on the I know. Yeah, some places like, we're like, oh, my God. They open at 5? I'm like, come on. I don't feel weird when I'm like the first one that rolls in. Yeah. Yeah. But Just I'm like, you and yeah. a bunch of blue hairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Usually we're the only ones sitting in there. Apparently there's a large number of restaurants as well that are saying that they have to close it earlier because it doesn't make any financial sense to stay open. And getting a reservation at 7 p.m. can be easier now than getting one at 5. Hmm. And it used to be the opposite of that. Yeah. 5 p.m., you could get in no problem. 7, crazy. Yeah, 7 is like prime time. Uber says that trips to restaurants between 4 and 5 p.m. are up almost 10%. Rides to restaurants after 8 p.m. are down 9%. Hmm. Oh, whenever my parents want to have dinner between 7 and 8, I'm like, are you high? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so late. I like, that's when I'm in bed. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling the sheets up to my chin, not uh-huh. a bib. 
Yeah. <laughs> and apparently it's not just restaurants that are adjusting. In New York, Broadway shows have shifted to start earlier. Oh, that's mm. wonderful. 8 p.m. used to be the normal for a Friday show, but yeah. now one third of them are starting at 7 p.m. on Fridays. <laughs> Perfect. Because that was the biggest complaint. They were starting too late. Too late. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> so why are people shifting from night owls to early birds? Well, no one's actually sure, but there's two theories. Um, number one, it's trendier for young people to get healthy, mm-hmm. avoid alcohol, and sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sleep is that's, like premium. That's oh. trendy now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas oh, like when, when we were growing up, no Party. one cared about sleep. Yeah, who cares? If you get yeah. two hours, good. That's right. Who so cares? that's one possible factor. <laughs> um, working from home might be another one. You don't have to drive home and get ready to, you know, get ready before you go out. So you can meet up with people earlier. You're already at home. All you have to do is just like mm-hmm. get ready and go. Plus, skipping out of work is easier if your boss isn't there. And apparently there's a trend of bosses leaving a lot earlier. So bosses are leaving at three, which means you can duck out at four to go get dinner at five. That's not a new trend. (laughs) (laughs) I've been going on for a couple of years. Around here, yeah. It's been 13 years in this building. Around here, it's the norm. It's pretty much the norm. You're in late and you're out early. (laughs) I'm with you guys, though. A 5.30 dinner is like... Oh, it's the best. It's pretty and like a five, yeah, five five thirty dinner at yeah. home or out. Perfect. We mm. we ate dinner last night really late. It was mm. like almost oh. seven o'clock when we ate dinner, yeah. and then before I knew it, it was eight, and I was like, I have to go to bed. Yeah, and you're and still I, full, and I just ate dinner. Yeah, when like because you want a little downtime, you want to just relax, and you're like, oh my god, time's flying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Time does fly. This text here five six seven eight nine says my boss eats dinner at nine and thinks we're weird for eating at five. When does he go to nine? sleep? Well, what time does he get to work in the morning? Noon, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. And he's probably going to bed at like one. <laughs> you would have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm sure they're not worried about sleep. If I had to wait till nine p.m. to eat dinner, oh. I would be such a cranky person. I would have eaten another meal at five. Like I gotta have pre dinner. Yeah. If we're meeting up with people for like a later dinner, I know it's late. I'm eating a dinner at like four or five. Like I'm eating something before you go out for your second yeah, if dinner. If I know kind of that thing? the dinner that we're meeting up with is going to be like eight or nine o'clock, yeah, I'm eating at four. Yeah. This text here five six seven eight nine from Christy says, "When I was in Arizona, if you weren't at the restaurant by four or four thirty, you were waiting in a big lineup outside of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you had to go earlier. Hmm. Mm-hmm. When we were traveling in Spain, we tried to go for dinner at six. And restaurants don't open until about eight. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, there, yeah. it was so late and we were so hungry. I'm we're like, so oh, hungry. I don't we so eat. tired. Yeah, I wanted to go to a, a nice restaurant. Yeah. So we ended up just picking up some trash food for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. They start seating at eight. You know what? I think you're right. I might not enjoy traveling as much as I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could eat dinner at 8 p.m. on yeah, vacation. Way I'd too late. so crunchy. And like when you talk to people, you're like, is there anywhere we can get in at like six? They looked at you like you were insane. Like, what do you do? Yeah. When do they eat lunch? Is it noon? Uh, I think it's later. Well, the work starts later there. Oh. Like people start their day at 10 or 11. Oh, so you're telling me they're not up at 6 in the no, morning? No, no one's up at no. 6 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Good lifestyle. <laughs> this text here, 5679 says, I think it's because the old 9 to 5 no longer exists. Most office works are, workers are on an 8 to 4. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to have dinner at 5. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too. Mm-hmm. 
By the way, if you are becoming an earlier bird, earlier bird, welcome to it. The study also shows that people say that they're starting to adjust their clocks to get up earlier as well. Even on the weekend, people say that sleeping in is no longer something that they're looking forward to doing. They'd rather have a fuller day by setting the alarm and getting up early. Well, look at Makai on the app says, up at five, I work seven and three, dinner sometime before 6 p.m. I'm in bed at nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. That's a nice full day. It's a nice full day. Mm-hmm. I agree. For those of you who have dog owners, it's always scary when you lose your pet. What did I just say? For those of you who have, <laughs> who have dog, dog owners. Who are dog owners <laughs> is what I meant to say. I'm like, well, I, I have a Hayden. He's a dog owner. <laughs> All right. For those of you who are dog owners, uh. it's scary when you lose your dog, mostly because most domestic animals are not sharpening their survival skills while they're living in the lap of luxury under your roof. So it's not surprising in this survey, two out of three dog owners said their dog could never survive in the wild without them. Mm. Mm. Haley, if your dogs got out, could they survive in the wild without you? Nova, 100%. Yeah. I've got zero concerns about it. She'd find her way back. Yeah. Oh, no, not find her way back. Oh, like Just survive. Live. Oh, live. yeah. Oh, no, she'd survive and then figure out how to chart the stars and figure out how to get away or home. Yeah, yeah. Loki? Mm. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be able to, like, find food, nothing. If he's gone longer than an hour, I'm assuming that he is toast. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my God. He can't. There's so many foods that he can't even eat without breaking out in a full body rash he would not do well in the wild and he would attempt to start eating everything and then just probably vomiting oh Oh, yeah he's a garbage disposal so it would it would not end well oh poor puppers oh boy so so if he got lost in the wood you don't think he'd be able to like hunt for himself or fend for himself (laughs) no Mm. no (laughs) he's so sweet but so dumb (laughs) oh (laughs) well here's what people said basically everybody said two thirds that their dog would not be able to survive in the wild without them. 27% of dog owners said that their dog needs a jacket if the weather drops below mm, this is about below 10 degrees. And the dog is like <laughs> Yeah, the dog needs a jacket. <laughs> Shivers. Yeah. 16% said that there's dogs need a poncho if it's raining outside. And 12% said that their dogs need booties if the weather outside is bad or if the cement is hot. I always wondered that. Um uh, are the booties beneficial to the dog or the owner? Because you can take the booties off and then they have clean feet. It's a little bit of both. Um, if the ground is really, really cold, their paws freeze and they can't be outside as long. Oh. And then same thing with the hot pavement. It mm. just burns their little feet because it's just like paw pad right on the ground. right? Yeah, yeah. But isn't it like like so like thick and like leathery? Not in most cases. Oh. Loki lifts paws in about five minutes if it's minus 20. <laughs> oh, my God. He's such a big dog. He's, though, like, oh, yeah. And he's got like big furry paws. Like yeah. He's, so he's like a winter animal. Oh, he's such a baby. He's such a baby. I feel like you like, did this. Like, you did this to the can dog. You bring, can you bring me inside maybe? Because the, the ground's a little cold, Mom. Right. <laughs> he's like, Mom, can you put my booties on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they both have booties. And Nova has a jacket. Mm. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she needs it, I guess. Yeah, she's got the little bald spots on her butt. She needs this protection from the breeze. She does. (laughs) Yeah. This text here, 5679, says, when I went to Cologne, I put booties on my dogs because the sand was hot. Yeah, you got to protect their little feet. (laughs) So your dogs wouldn't last in the wild alone. Oh, no.
Oh boy. They, they need their sweaters, their boots, mm-hmm. little treat bags. They need their snuggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just takes your five, six, seven, eight, nine. Says this is my dog. She's four pounds. She also doesn't like the heat. When it's too hot outside, I have to lift her up. <laughs> I have to carry her around. Oh my god. So also, your dog would not last a second no. in the wild. Mm. He's babied them into domestic. Yeah, yeah. Aww. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, this is a, uh, a TikTok trend that people are saying that they're not really enjoying very much. Um, apparently, the TikTok trend right now is for guys to get down on one knee and fake propose. No. And then, of course, get it on video and put it on TikTok. Men of TikTok are being roasted online for pretending to pop the question on camera and then, of course, catch their partner's massive disappointment. Can we just stop with that? (laughs) It's never been funny. (laughs) But these TikToks are great. Apparently, they're called prank proposals. Uh, Oh, boy. They are fun to watch. They're a, fun to watch because, like, like, you just look at like, like, and like, I'm sure some of them are staged, but some of them are like genuine. You're crushed. You're uh, devastated. Apparently, there's one dude who's gotten his lady four times now, and she falls for it every single every time. time. Every single time. Mm-hmm. He said that, of course, he was just practicing, and that he's just teasing her, mm. and that he loves her very much. He mm. uh, loved her very much. He'd propose. <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of where my brain goes. Yeah. I don't know. And like they, some people like even set it up where like there's like a good camera and everything shows up. Oh yeah, no, like it's all done. Yeah, the uh, spouse is like, oh my God, it's happening. And then they're like, psych. Yeah. (laughs) Psych. They put in all that effort for a prank. Uh, Would you be furious, Haley? I, I probably would have ended my relationship. That would have been that would have been a relationship ender. I think you would have ended Hayden's life. Oh, I would have. I'd be in jail for <laughs> yeah, murder. I, I think that would have ended in murder. But I think oh. for, for me, like we've talked about it so much, and mm. he knew that it was something that I was really looking forward to, and I was really excited for. Mm. So if he had played that prank, I was like, "Psych, just kidding." Mm-hmm. I I would have lost it. <laughs> I would have come unglued mm-hmm. as a person. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if somebody fake proposed. I think if anything, I would feel embarrassed. Yeah. Because I feel like my emotion from the like off the beginning would be very like real and raw. Yeah. And then for it to be like psych, I I, and like to show that kind of like vulnerability. Do you know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. I get what you mean. When usually there's other people around, so everyone's like, <gasps> "Yeah." If you're doing, and a lot of these uh, people are doing it in public, and so people are like applauding, and oh. then psych. Mm. <laughs> oh boy. So here's what I want to know from you: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Oh boy. Have you been fake proposed to? Oh, I hope not. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is it like at the like if you're like is it maybe you're with somebody who's like known to be a bit of a prankster Mm -hmm. or a jokester? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, is it more acceptable then? I don't know because again, it, 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 I think it depends on the the partner. Like if you and your partner love to play pranks on each other, then, yeah, yeah, then yeah, a hundred percent. But if you're a little sensitive like me, 
<laughs> you tell you fake propose, I will cry. But you can take a joke. Not that kind of joke. <laughs> That's not a funny joke. That's oh. a breaking my heart kind of joke. Oh. Yeah, but then you break the heart and then you bring it back up. No, it's broken. Oh, uh, it's broken forever. <laughs> yeah. Is it um, is it dump worthy? I don't know if it's dump worthy. I don't think it's dump worthy. Obviously, if it's dump worthy, then your relationship would have never worked anyways. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it's, uh, like you said earlier, it's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's, it's the embarrassment yeah. that gets you. Because you, also, you show such a vulnerability of excitement. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a life-changing moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to remember this forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Psych! Yeah. Psych. Mm-hmm. Oh. This text here, 56789, says, My wife cried when I didn't propose at a fancy dinner at our first anniversary dating. She's expecting it. <gasps> oh, so you didn't even, like... Fake it. She just cried because you didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Probably she was watching your every movement all night. You're reaching for the buns and she's like, oh, there's a ring box in there. <laughs> she's looking in her champagne glass. <laughs> Shaking her drink. <laughs> I'm not going to choke on anything, am yeah, I? Yeah, right? <laughs> really working that salad. Maybe there's a ring in the salad. <laughs> Yeah, and then cry. That's like when the bill but that's came. That's not fake. That, oh. He just took her out for dinner. And yeah, like that. Yeah, you just yeah. Like you got that in your own head. Yeah, yeah. yeah you read the situation you read wrong, the, right? You were hoping. You were hoping. A lot yeah. of people disagree with me too. They say the fake proposal is dump worthy. I don't think it's dump worthy. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I, in that same boat. Like if Hayden had fake proposed at that restaurant. I think I would have been... But you guys have been together for years. I know. Would have, yeah, yeah, you don't just end it. Mm. Oh, my God. I would have been very upset. Like, that That would not have been a funny joke for me. Mm-hmm. I would have... That would have been... Like, we're having a serious conversation on the car ride home. We're not staying for dinner. We're getting the bill for our bread and our wine, and we're going to go sit in the car and have a conversation. I can't believe how many people are saying they would break up with someone. Yeah, everybody yeah. is. Well, yeah, there's a shocking amount. Have you broken up with someone because they fake proposed and, and humiliated you? Mm. Who would be the worst? Uh, like, what situation would be the worst to have the fake proposal go down? Is it in a restaurant? Is I think it it's a, in public. Is it at a family event? Oh, in front in of your front family? Of family yeah. Friends I, I, and family? If it's at a public event, then yeah, it's that's terrible. But if you're just like goofing around at home and all of a sudden he gets down on one knee and then he's like, psych, like, is that? Like that's more acceptable? That's more acceptable. It's less planned out. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have the camera and all of your family members nearby. Yeah. But like if he took you to the top of a mountain. And it's just the two of us? Just the two of you. Good. Then I can push him off. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Murder. <laughs> huh. All right. Apparently, it's trending on TikTok. Fake proposals. Apparently, one guy has gotten his girl, which, I mean, probably nothing's real, but who knows? He's gotten her four times already. <laughs> Every time she thinks he's doing it. Yeah. Every time, yeah, she should stop believing that he's going to propose to her. Oh, God. You're right. This is a trend that has to stop. Has anybody been fake proposed to? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about a new trend on TikTok, which is fake wedding proposals. And it's pretty much dividing all of TikTok. Some people are saying that they're pretty fun to watch. And other people are saying that this isn't a joking matter. Mm-hmm. And that uh, it shouldn't be done, but it's you trending. Don't mess with proposals. You don't mess with proposals, and that's what's uh, that's what's happening. I'm noticing too. If you got a story, by the way, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine, did a fake proposal go down, or did you think that you were being proposed to? Those yeah. th- there's a, some of those stories rolling in too, and they're kind of 
like crushing. Yeah. Yeah. The the I thought I like, was being proposed yeah, you to. Thought like you were it's, being... it's on nobody's fault. No, but yet you're you're devastated when like the bill comes at the end of the meal and yeah. you're like mm-hmm. nothing. What? We're going home now. You're like, oh, this didn't happen. It didn't and happen. Like, and you can see in the the stories that are coming in, like they're they're just crushed. Yeah, I had a teeny inkling yeah. that I might have gotten proposed to at that dinner. Mm-hmm. So I made sure my outfit was nice and my nails looked good. <laughs> if he hadn't have proposed, I would have been crushed. You would be devastated. But, yeah. really, but really, though, that's not his fault. No, no. It, and no. I wouldn't have said a word. Yeah, but yeah. I would have deep down, like deep, deep down, I'd have been crushed. Yeah. Absolutely crushed. And it'd be kind of a quieter ride home. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and you're like, oh, the past is not sitting well. Guess this outfit wasn't the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leading up to that night that you guys went to dinner, though, like, did you, was why, was it a special day? Was it like your birthday or something? Or No, it he planned it, which is like way out of character mm, for him. Because yeah. oh. I make the, the reservations and stuff. Sure, yeah, so yeah. So he made the reservation. I'm like, that's That's weird. weird. <laughs> so I was like, if he's not proposing and he made the dinner reservation, that's where I'm setting the bar. I'm not, I'm not making any more yeah. reservations. And see, and that's what's uh, like tripping up some people yeah. like that are sharing stories. Like they, they're like, this is kind of out of the blue. Well, this is wild. weird. And yeah. then, yeah, no proposal comes down. It's like, oh, I just thought we'd try this new place. Yeah. yeah. And he's that's, like, what, that babe? Was, that was a fun evening. Yeah. yeah. I would have been crushed. <laughs> I never would have said anything to him. Yeah. But I would have been crushed. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. Because you can't say anything. No. You can't because he'd be like, oh, oh, excuse me. I had what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) that would you're right. You can't say a word. No, No. I would have just been crushed in silence. Mm -hmm. Never would have said a word. You just have to like sit, go be like, I'm going to go sit in the bathroom for half an hour. (laughs) Turn on the shower and cry (laughs) and just turn on. Yeah, you're right. You would. Or even like just get in the shower and cry. (laughs) Are you whimpering? No, it's just exfoliating really hard. It hurts. <laughs> Don't let <mind> me. <laughs> oh man. Oh. That's all you can do. Yeah. And like some people just like they just happen to like get down and tie their shoe <laughs> and yeah. you're reading it wrong. They're not proposing. Yeah. But, but, but I guess you, when you get to a certain point though, you're you're hypersensitive to everything going on because oh, yeah. you think at any moment it oh, could happen, right? You're on high alert. Yeah. You want to make sure that that good side's facing the camera. Yeah. So immediately, every situation, you're like, possibly, it might be that. <laughs> oh, well, maybe it's going to happen in the garage. Let me just stand really cute here for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can do. Just holding the awkward pose. Yeah. Oh, oh, there might be a camera somewhere. <laughs> Quickly do something. Go to the bathroom and practice saying yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I oh, do. Oh, my God. I do. I do. Yes. With all my heart. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says from Carly, says, guys, my husband proposed at the lake on the third evening. Mm. Every evening, though, I was waiting for it. <gasps> so every evening I went to bed disappointed. Oh. So mad. When he finally yeah. did pop the question on day three, I was so mad that it took him that long. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, yeah, because you're waiting, and I would imagine it would be exhausting because you're constantly looking. You're mm-hmm. constantly waiting for it. Yeah, you're constantly waiting for it, and then yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah. And then it's like, good night, babe. And then he just like turns yeah. over, and you're like, okay. It's like, oh, I'm going to throw on some Netflix. Yeah, and you're just like kind of waiting in the dark, like, oh, maybe he's going to roll over. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, Dennis at five six seven eight nine says, "Good morning, guys. If I fake propose to my girlfriend, I'd better make sure that my affairs are in order first because I know I'd never be seen again." Mm. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. Well, I would say majority do not want the fake proposal. Mm-mm. And you, and people don't think it's a fun joke. This text here, 56789, says, Just like Haley's story, I'm the one who always books the reservations. My boyfriend booked a reservation for a restaurant one night, and I thought, this is the one, this is the night. We had dinner, we had dessert, we had the wine, no proposal. Oh. I was laughing when you guys said that you would just sit in the shower and cry, because that's exactly what I did. Oh, no. The good thing is, is he did propose three months later. When I asked him, why did you just randomly book a restaurant then? He said, I wanted to try the restaurant restaurant babe (laughs) (laughs) just like we said it's unheard of for that person to book the restaurant i guess hey it threw me off yeah i guess yeah yeah (laughs) yeah sometimes we uh we shock you and we want to try new things i guess you're planning something (laughs) it'd be like it'd be like if crash planned a holiday yeah because I do all of the holiday planning. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you're like, just grab your passport, babe, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be concerned, too, because that sounds like a murder trip. I'd be like, we're yeah. going on a hostel tour. <laughs> what? Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> hostel tour. Um, 78048 down for 669. If you've got a story here. Uh, staying anonymous. Hello. How you doing? Thanks, and you? Good, good. Hey, we're good. Uh, you were in this situation where every moment of your life seemed like a proposal was going to happen, but it never did, right? Yeah, I kind of had the um, <laughs> inkling that he was going to propose. Yeah. And so I was kind of expecting it, and we went on romantic, romantic walks and dinners, like, on the beach, and I was like, oh, my God, this is not going to happen. Yeah. I was so and I figured I was going home still like just a girlfriend. Yep. And? But the last night we were sitting on the beach and I was so defeated. It's like, oh, you guys know we have an early morning. I was like, okay, fine. Have a glass of wine. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Lame vacation. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> and as he's like pulling me up because I'm like fine he's getting down on one knee <gasps> oh. he waited until the last day yeah he totally waited till the last day I was grateful he didn't wait for the airport <laughs> no kidding why did you ask him like why did he wait till the evening before you fly out yeah, because he found out I was expecting it. <laughs> oh, that son of a... He was suspecting that you you were expecting it, and he's like, no, I'm going to yeah. shock you. And he that's basically torture all week. He did. Absolutely. It was the perfect trip, and looking back, it's totally how we are. Yeah. He's super stubborn, and I'm like, this is gonna, <laughs> I'm the planner, and he's the stubborn one. He's like, no, yeah. that's not how it's going to happen. Did he, <laughs> did he originally expect to do it like day one, day two? Yeah, he planned, like, really fun things. Like, we went surfing. We went on a horseback ride. <laughs> the horseback we ride went, would have been perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. And we went on all these nice, like, walks along the beach. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, it was hilarious. Did yeah. you did you ever get to the point, because, like, you do all these romantic things, no proposal. Now were you just looking, like, if he's sitting at the buffet, you're like, is it a buffet proposal? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we went to the Brazilian steakhouse, and I was like, oh, is there a ring going to float at the steak? <laughs> Cut two pieces of meat, and there's a ring? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Oh. That's all I am. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, a steak and a ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, oh, my God, I love this. Oh, oh that is hilarious. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that, Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you. Have a okay. great day. You too. Bye-bye. So yeah, there's that aspect too, where he's like, "Oh damn, she's onto me." Yeah, no, no, that's funny. <laughs> that's good. That is that good. Is and so you can funny. just you can just see her too, like the image of her sitting on the beach the last night. Yeah, just defeated. Oh yeah, yeah. She's getting more meat off of those little uh, pompous steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Looking for a ring in between the chicken breasts. Damn right. Yeah, it's yeah. Not there. And she, and she was probably just diff, like so, so exhausted upset. and defeated. <laughs> She's making sure she looks cute for every evening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm sure he was having a heyday with it. Oh, he was probably just beside himself with laughter. Right? Because like, if I was doing that, I would start doing like motions of like the That's oh, tie my shoe. <laughs> Well, I'd be like, well, you uh, you should you should uh, calm down about calm it. Calm down. What? <laughs> what? That is great. Because yeah, I, I want it to be a surprise. This text here five six seventy nine says, "Hey guys, I did something similar. I planned a trip to Paris, and everyone thought I would propose." I wasn't having any of it, so I didn't propose in Paris. Oh, damn. I proposed in Banff instead. So, like, all your your friends and family are, like, waiting, waiting for messages back from Paris of an engagement. You get back, and everyone's like, huh? And And it's like, great trip. Great trip. Yeah, we saw the Eiffel Tower, went to the Louvre. Yeah. <laughs> Ate a lot of wine and cheese. Yeah. Baguettes. Oh it, was, my God. it was great. This text here says, hey guys, please keep me anonymous. We went to Iceland and did a volcano trip where you can go inside the volcano where the lava is. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought for sure he was going to propose inside the volcano. Oh my God. Perfect location. When we got down there, he was like, cool lava. And then we left. <gasps> cool lava. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I was crushed. Oh. And you see him leaving. You're like, no. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> and he's like, "Hun, let's go, let's go." I'm like, no. She's like, "Do you have something to do?" Yeah, you're not done yet. He's like, "No." Are you forgetting something? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, those are great. That those sucks. are great. Oh. Yeah, I, I, majority of people are crushed. Well, everybody's happen. crushed. Uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys." Um, uh, my husband also booked us a tropical vacation and just like your last caller every single night seemed to be perfect sunset beach dinner on the beach dinner at the nice restaurant he never once proposed he actually didn't propose until we got back hmm. that night oh yeah why because why yeah, he wanted it to be a surprise no 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 you are wasting yes vacation time where you're all lovey-dovey because you're newly engaged yeah he was so, so you get home from the airport, everyone's exhausted, you just throw your suitcases like in the corner and he's like, Hey, oh marry by me. the way. Yeah, there's something in the front pouch there for you. What? <laughs> <laughs> you brought it on vacation. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. Edmonton Fire Rescue Services is asking residents not to call 911 if you smell natural gas in parts of the city. Oh. They're saying don't call 911. Oh. Apparently, Sunday night, officials said that they are aware of a gas smell in the east and east central parts of the city. Uh, They said that they are investigating and are in contact with utilities, but that there is no need to call 911. Residents are asked to confirm that any smell is not coming from their home and then close your windows and your doors. And that's all they say. Oh, but what if you you actually have a problem in your house? 
Well, you no, know, they say if it's coming from your house, call. Then call. Yeah, if but you're outside if it's and just you're like, outside. oh, I smelled something. All right. Yeah, if it's just outside, they say don't call 911. It's weird, though, because they don't give, like, that's where the story ends. Mm. There's no, like, here's what went on. Here's what we found. Oh, they just say gas leak? Nothing. They're Nothing. just saying just don't. Just don't worry about the smells. <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's basically. Don't ask questions. It's basically what that news story is. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, indeed. We all know that we're all suffering from inflation. And um, uh, while it looks like everything is being becoming a little bit too expensive, despite the decrease in the inflation rate to 2.8%. So when experts in Canada have come forward to talk about how you can save more money and I'm not sure I looked at this list and I was like well sure Mm. but it's not for everyone so take it with a grain of salt are we back to couponing uh, yeah, couponing's on here, which everybody can do. You can coupon if you want. Uh, but here's what they say. Number one, drive less. Well, not everybody well, has that option to drive right? less. Yeah. Uh, but they do say uh, gas, like try to watch how much gas you're putting in your car. Mm-hmm. I sure. Sure. Yeah, right. But people Whatever. need to get around. Yeah. And people need to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also say veg- become vegetarian. Mm. Apparently, it's not only good for your gut, but also for your wallet. And meat, of course, is expensive. Price of meat and fish has increased dramatically. Well, we've all talked about how we don't buy steaks anymore. No. Yeah, like, been, no one does. Yeah, it's been a while. Not, I, we're not necessarily vegetarian, but yeah. we're not buying steaks. Yeah. Sometimes, like, it's almost cheaper. Like, if you're going to just plan for, like, if you're going out, you buy yeah. steak at, at a restaurant. restaurant. I miss yeah. steak so much that I bought steak sauce, and I just put it on rice and pretend. <laughs> You know, I've done that with chicken. Oh, I just, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I miss it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too much. It's I can't so much. justify the price Me neither. Of it. I know. Yeah. And I like, if neither. you go to the butcher, too, like, uh, yeah, they give the prices and stuff. I don't know. You don't know how much it is until they slice it and throw it on the scale, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Have you ever done that where like you got like fresh butchered meat? No. And they throw it on the scale and then it's one of those ones where the price is so shocking, but you don't want to be, you're embarrassed. You'd be embarrassed to be like, mm, I don't want it now. Yeah. See, I don't want that experience. Yeah. <laughs> Just avoiding it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Because I've already oh been in God. that position at the grocery store when you buy like the bag of cherries. And then oh. it's like, these cherries are $13. Do you yeah. still want them? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I love $13 oh. cherries. I panicked. And then they made me crap myself. So <laughs> don't buy the $13 cherries. Literally, they did, guys. If you missed it, go back on the podcast. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. They were 13 bucks. They were $13. I paid $13 to poop myself at work. Yeah, wonderful. They were so good, though. Oh, Many years of laughs. <laughs> Worth it. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, I'm actually driving less. Yeah, okay. That's mm-hmm. good. That's yeah, really yeah. good. Another one here says, I just fueled up in Stony Plain. Cost me 75 bucks to fill my car this time. Mm-hmm. It, it has been a long time since it's been this low, but I still miss the days when it used to be 50 bucks to fill the car. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I bought a Jerry of premium the other day. Oh I'm my like, God. Oh, damn. Are you selling feet fi- pictures to afford it? I had to. Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't end at the feet, let me tell you. <laughs> what meat are you buying, Haley, if not steak? What are you guys buying instead? Uh, lots of chicken, lots of pork. Mm. Yeah, we've been buying, uh, Hayden will get the um, the chicken drummers that have, like, the bone in and the skin on them. Oh, yeah. And, like, the full, like, you have to kind of, like, deal yeah. with them a little yeah, yeah. bit. And that's been cheaper. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, I, I don't touch the chicken when it looks like that. That's a that's you, a hate you don't like job. touching you don't yeah. like touching uncooked chicken. It's <laughs> 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 just goopy chicken. It's slippery and I hate it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just trying to think the last time too that you and I bought steak. We paid. A lot of money for it just because yeah. we wanted it. Yeah. And remember how terrible oh, it was? It was a bad cut. Yeah, they haven't. The cuts haven't been great. I know. Like, we were looking. They had a deal on steaks last weekend. Like they're not. They're horrible. And there was there was one steak left in yeah, the yeah. little bin of cheap steak. Yeah. And it was a rough looking steak. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't miss it that badly. Right. Lots of grizz in there. And you're I'm like, okay. oh, this is terrible. Because <laughs> that one that we bought, you were really mad. Oh, you, that was you, terrible. You couldn't I couldn't even, even eat it. Eat it. Oh. I was so disappointed. We're like, there's 22 bucks like yeah. down the drain. See, and that's the thing. I'm at the point now where if I'm going to pay that much money for a steak, yeah. I want somebody else to cook it. That's Yeah, that's why I, like, I'll just kind of save it for a restaurant. Yeah, because then if I bite into it and it's terrible. Send it back. Send it back. Damn right. I can't do that at home. Hayden's going to laugh in my face and tell me to eat my steak. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> Get the grittier uh, knife to really cut through all oh. the tendons. Oh, boy. Just blend it. Oh. <laughs> or blend it. They also, Drink your steak. They also say weekend <laughs> night outs may turn into weekend stay-ins. That's a way to yeah. save money. Mm-hmm. Uh, only go to stores which are worth your money. Yeah, we've been uh, keeping an eye on the flyers. Mm. And that dictates which store we go to. Yeah. Even produce is top dollar. Oh, my God. It's so expensive. Yeah. I just... It, it blows me away when you buy like the bag of bell peppers and it's like eight dollars and like three of them are mushy uh-huh they don't last yeah they don't last and you're like do i cut around the mushiness i do mm-hmm. <laughs> this text here from Slash says guys we haven't bought meat in forever we order two or three chef plate meals and that's where we get it from we're definitely looking at more vegetarian dishes these days two yeah. growing boys my grocery bills suck oh yeah. lake girl on the app says i went to a butcher yeah. a while back it was 75 bucks for two steaks. What? Oh. oh, no. And like, if you're paying that much, you're like, and I wonder if that was the situation. You went to the butcher, they cut it and put it up top. You're like, oh, okay, yep, that's what I want. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and then, so much. Like, you cook it to perfection. You do not want to ruin these steaks. You baby that steak. Y- yeah, you baby it. It does not leave your eyesight. And you slowly cut through it. Yeah. You slowly bite it. You savor every moment of it. Yeah, we've started doing, uh, we order through like a meal kit kind of thing, similar to what that uh, texture was doing. Yeah, yeah. But they send us, we just get salads. Yeah. And we'll buy our the chicken. Protein, yeah. Chicken in bulk. Mm-hmm. And then we've just been having chicken with salad for mm-hmm. dinner for like the last two months. And we eat so much chicken. Yeah. So much chicken. chicken, chicken enough on the chicken. Chicken, rice, and broccoli. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> enough. You know what? I'm not losing any weight. <laughs> I'm just mad. Yeah, you're just angry yeah. now. <laughs> Your blood pressure's through the roof. There's Nothing more disappointing than when going. You go to sit down for dinner. You're like, mm, what are we doing tonight? Salad. <laughs> Gross. I know, right? I hate it, but it's so much cheaper. I made a nice homemade salad last night. Mm. That's fine. And I added some protein with the top of my finger from the mandolin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mm. that's right. Extra protein. <laughs> get, get it where you can. Exactly. Yeah. Eat the top of my finger. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> For those of you who are still on Twitter over the weekend, Elon Musk did another thing that you'd expect a seventh grader to do. Oh, God. On Saturday night, he announced that he's changing the name of Twitter to X. And if you go to Twitter.com this morning, like the actual website, um, it is gone. It is actually now, I think it's X.com. 
Uh, yeah, Twitter.com is still there. You can still sign in, but it's, yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all X now. It's all, it is all X now. Yeah, that's right. Um, he had a quote, soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds as well. Now, once this happens, you will no longer be tweeting. When you do tweet, it will be called an X. Mm. So we're Xing? So you're Xing. Mm. And your followers will no longer be called followers. They will be called viewers. Oh, I thought we were going to call them X's. X's. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already got a bunch of those, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? <laughs> yeah, they're called viewers. So nah. you, your, your whole social media platform now will be X. When you put something online, it will be called an X. And your followers will be called viewers. Yeah. If you did, you try loading the app this morning. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's, just, it's X. Yeah, everything's X. Everything is X now. I don't mm. know. I deleted my Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, I don't tweet either. Yeah, oh, really. The like dumb. the platform itself didn't change. It's just yeah. The the Twitter logo is X. Okay. Although my app, yeah. So I my I'm, app here is still showing the bird. I'm on the login page and it's yeah. got a little X in the corner. It says happening now, and then below it says join Twitter today. Yeah, everything else is still Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter. Well, he yeah. said that's all gone. Yeah, he said right, right away here Twitter will be gone from the website, and all the birds, like all the bird logos, those will all be gone as well. Mm-hmm. So Twitter is offic- officially gone. I'm glad the birds are gone. Bye bye, birds. This is one thing you can agree with him on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Elon's finally doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not clear uh, why he called it X, but I'm guessing it's because a lot of his stuff, like SpaceX, is branded X. Mm. Well, he says he loves X. He loves the letter X. Also, um, him and Grimes have um, some children, and the son in particular has a bunch of letters for and symbols for her name, and they just call him X. Mm. X Ash Archangel. When like people yeah. are asking him, they're like, "So what is okay? You're changing it. What is?" What, what's the big thing? And he's like, he's like, X is everything. And they're like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything at and they're all. they're like, how's that changing like Twitter? He's like, it's an everything app. And they're like, but what does that mean? He's like, everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It sounds like he's a little pissy about threads. I think so, so. Yeah, stupid. yeah. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And apparently uh, this X, like the new Twitter. The new Twitter. Uh, it's going to be like 100% powered by AI. Yes. So whether that'll be a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. Yeah. Like everything running the back end will just be kind of AI. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, Twitter is gone. It is now just X. And I guess just shortly here, probably over the next couple of days, you'll see the Twitter brand itself and all the birds go away. Mm-hmm. So get X in. It's everything. It's everything. <laughs> I'm a magician. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's what it Smoke feels bomb. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> X. <laughs> All right, there was also some hot gossip over the weekend about Ariana Grande's romantic life. So let's get to it and let's clear some of it up right now. Now, first of all, Ariana is not dating SpongeBob SquarePants. It was reported last week that Ariana is dating Ethan Slater. He's her co-star in the upcoming movie version of Wicked and he played SpongeBob on Broadway. He's 31 years old. But some people got it twisted and confused him with Tom Kenny the guy who's been the voice of the cartoon Spongebob for more than 20 years. Mm. He's 61 years old. He's been married for 27 years old. And his wife, Jill came for everybody yesterday. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. She felt the need to post that her husband is not dating Ariana Grande. 
Wouldn't you just let that ride out for a bit? Yeah, why not? It's hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> now, here's where it gets a little messy is um, Ariana Grande, of course, was married to her real estate husband. And Ethan Slater, I believe, just had a baby. Oh, damn. With his wife. So they oh. were getting together. Mm. Yeah. In that way. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's really bizarre is, so I don't like talking about like whether or not people are attractive, but I will say this. Mm. Apparently, her new boyfriend looks exactly like her brother. <gasps> like Frankie. Really? People are attracted to their own look. Here, I'll put a picture up in the app for you guys. Haley. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what? Oh. So there's Ethan yeah. and there's Frankie. Frankie. Came oh like a God. little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks like him. Like same teeth, too. Ooh. Same nose. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So there's a picture there up in the app for you guys. Uh, you can see if Ariana's new boyfriend, Ethan Slater, looks very much like her brother, Frankie Grande. Mm. And apparently this is messy. Hmm. Like messy, messy, mm. messy. Marriages, babies. Ooh. It's a little bizarre. <laughs> the drama. The drama. And the fact that the guy played SpongeBob SquarePants mm-hmm. on Broadway. All right. According to a new survey, 34% of people 15 years and older have never been married. Now, you're probably thinking, what's with the 15%? Well, believe it or not, um, back in 1950, mm. uh, according to some Census Bureau statistics, People age 15 were getting married. Yeah. Of course, that was a different time. Now it's considered very young to get married in your teenage years. And apparently, lots of Generation Z and millennials don't have it on their radar whatsoever. In a new survey, more than 40% of young adults up through age 40 say that they believe that marriage is, quote, an outdated tradition. Mm Mm-hmm. That includes 41% of young men and 52% of young women. Oh. This is Gen Z. Mm-hmm. 73% of them say that they're not getting married because weddings are too expensive these days oh. and no one wants to waste money on them. Yeah, just a lope. <laughs> they are top dollar. Oh my God, they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Just a lope. 85% of people don't think that they're necessary to have a filled, fulfilled and committed relationship either. And uh, they just don't want it. It's not even eloping, Haley. People just don't want to be married. Yeah, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that being said, marriages aren't being completely written off. 83% said that if it was affordable, they would possibly consider getting married someday down the road. There's no, yeah, there's no urgency for it. There's no urgency for it, They're like, why can't we just be together? No. Why can't you just live together and that's that? Mm -hmm. 38% of young adults say that they feel judged for not being married yet. Oh, yeah, some people are very passionate about it. Yeah. And some people's family members talk a little too much. Oh, yeah, they have their opinions. Oh, And they for should sure. be kept yeah. to themselves. Yeah, yeah. 25% have felt judged for moving in with their partner. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I guess uh, religion can play a big part in that, too, right? Sure. Yeah. The most common source of that judgment, by the way, I'm sorry, guys, but it's moms. <laughs> when are you tying the knot? Yeah. Why haven't you been married yet? Butt out moms, mm. especially for young women. Young women say that they feel the most pressure from their mothers. Mm-hmm. 68% of young adults think that, think that it's very intrusive to ask about people's marriage plans, which means they probably didn't enjoy taking part of the survey. Mm-hmm. Get it? <laughs> and while 47% of young adults say they're afraid of potentially getting divorced, uh, they aren't afraid of working on a relationship. So mm. that's good news. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when it comes to um, like being married or getting help in the relationship, 87% of people said that they're totally cool going to couples counseling, mm. which is, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 87%. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's really good. 42% say couples therapy is important for a strong relationship, and 74% feel that individual therapy is just as important mm-hmm. as couples therapy in order to continue on in a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, either any any form of therapy. You got to work on yourself. Yeah. You absolutely do. Yeah. If you need some help, get it. And what is the most offensive question to ask um, a young couple or particularly a young woman? When are you having a baby? I get asked that every single day it of is my life. completely Ugh. inappropriate. And I don't know who's asking you that, but oh, they need to stop. Constantly. It's, it's actually gross. It's so gross. Like, do you want me to tell you about what Hayden and I are doing in the bedroom? Yeah, like, yeah, right. So gross. Yeah. They're like, why haven't? Are you are you active right now? Like, like, why would you ever? Why? Why would you ever ask that? Uh, I have no idea. Us dudes, we don't get asked that. I know you don't. You don't <laughs> get asked that. No, Haley, I have been asked that forever. Yeah, and then when I don't give an answer that they like, yeah, then I'm asked if I'm having problems with my body and my reproductive <laughs> They're system. Like, are you broken? And like, yeah. this isn't from people that like are my family members. Oh yeah, just strangers. This is like colleagues. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, like, it's wild what people have asked me. Yeah. It's insane. They're like, mm, mm-hmm. my sister is barren too. She had problems like, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine usually end in like full on screaming matches. Uh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop asking. Yeah. yeah. Please, stop, please stop asking me. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> yeah. It's very mm. bizarre. I hope it falls out of fashion because oh, Crash and I have talked so. about this a lot. Nobody ever asks him. No. Not once. Nobody no. ever asks you if you plan on getting married. No. Nobody ever asks you if you plan on starting a family. Everybody's like, living free. Yeah. Look at him go. Successful guy. So I got an yeah. answer. No and no. And if you're <laughs> nauseous, people are like, oh, are you pregnant? Yeah, yeah. Nope. Just ate a bunch of cherries. Not having a baby. Oh, oh that's a common thing. Yeah. Are you preggers? Oh Must my be preggers. Oh, stop <laughs> no, saying I'm it. just eating good. Leave me alone. I'm just eating good. <laughs> I'm just eating good. <laughs> I'm eating more vegetables than my, I ever have. My diet went beyond the cherries this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. John at 56789 says, guys, what about um, our children in the picture at all? Or are you planning on having kids? No, don't ask that. No, you don't need to bring it up. Because no. then what if no. What if there, let's say, is a medical issue? Why are you bringing that up? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a touchy subject. It's a very touchy people. subject. And that person could feel terrible about themselves because yeah. maybe they can't. And then you're just there like, hey, here's a friendly reminder that you can't have children. Like, you have no idea what the situation yeah. is, so never, ever yeah. Get, yeah. get involved in that. Yeah. Just just don't even think about just it. Just don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, terrible. This text here, 56789, says, Mom needs to chill out. <laughs> yeah, moms need to chill out. Especially some of the in-laws. Gone are the days where women are just expected to breed. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that's someone who's being asked constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not the moms, it's grandmas. Oh, yeah. Like oh. My, my grandma on my mom's side love her so much, yeah. but she is up my butt about it. Like really? Every time, every time you see her, it's like... Mm. Oh, every time. And she'll like, oh, I, I think you're going to regret it when you're my age. You're going to regret it. Uh-huh. I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I'll be rolling in my piles of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Haley, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I've just gotten hun. used to it. I'm I'm no longer polite about it anymore. I used to be like, oh, no, you know, it's not for us. And now I'm just flat out like, nope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tim shot us a text, too, and said, guys, it doesn't even end when you have a kid. No. You get the question, oh, why aren't you having another one? When's what? your next baby? Oh. Never. Why you do people pop one care? out? <laughs> Why? Why don't you have five kids? <laughs> is it because we don't know how to like? So it, yeah, it doesn't talk. end. It doesn't end at one kid. Yeah. Is it because we're not very good at the art of conversation? So that's just well, just uh, if you got nothing, talk about the weather. Yeah, yeah, weather's always great. Yeah, we love talking about the weather. It's, it's classic. a classic. Oh geez, it's sunny and humid today. Eh? Yeah. Also, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. Do you want kids? <laughs> nope. End of conversation. But it never does. They're like, oh, why? That's because there's something wrong with you if you're a woman yeah, and you say that. you're broken. Yeah, well, it's probably not from that. <laughs> yeah. Broken, yes, but not there. <laughs> oh, not boy. in the ute where it matters, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Look at all. Oh, look at my poor girlies this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got to stop asking. Yeah, I feel for you guys. If that makes you feel any better, I've been asked... Even before Hayden and I got married. Mm. And then after the wedding. <laughs> oh, I bet. It was constant. We got back from our honeymoon and people were like, so do you have an announcement? Oh, gross. And I'm like, I got really bad heartburn from drinking so much. <laughs> Is that what you want to know? It's still burning. <laughs> a little acid reflux. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, because it's basically like asking, like, you guys get your freak on or what? Yeah, did you, yeah. like... Is did it you, happening? Did you plan your honeymoon so that you were, like, ovulating? Yeah, yeah. Like, you ready to go? <laughs> did you have your fertile window ready and open? Oh, oh God. You guys celebrating Fertile Friday or what? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, eh? Oh, like, yeah, and people are saying, like, coworkers and stuff, ask them all the time. Like, what, yeah. why? Oh, I would never... Anyone in this building, I would never. Anyone that I've run into, I would, I would, I would never even question that. Hmm. A lot of parents are saying that they just had a baby, like they were seven days postpartum. They're like, "When are you gonna have your next?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "I just pushed one out seven Jeez. days ago." It's like relax. Jeez. But like Tim said earlier, it doesn't matter. Even if you have one kid, that's yeah, not that's enough. What I mean, it's are not you enough. having another? Oh, your kid's gonna be very lonely. <laughs> You're like what? And they make it like you made a bad decision. <laughs> Your kid's going to be lonely. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not do that. Yeah. Please yeah. stop. Knock it off. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This text here, 5679, says, I was asked at the grocery store by a stranger when was I having another baby. What? My son was fresh out of the oven. Oh. And they say, well, he'll be alone when his parents die. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all alone when our parents die. <laughs> yeah. Newsflash. Like, Newsflash. You die alone. <laughs> it's just you going. Yeah. yeah. That's life. You're not going with everybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're not taking a group with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's happened. Yeah. Wow. But, wow. you know. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? YOLO. Just start getting rude to people. That's what I do. Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, I'm 26 years old, and every time I hold a baby, someone says, Oh my God, you're such a natural. You're going to be a great mom. Like, ugh, puke me. I puke now. I've stopped holding babies in front of my parents. Mm. Like, my cousins have kids now. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're so stinking cute. Don't want my own, but they're cute. Yeah. And when my mom's not looking, I'll pick them up and give them love. And then when she turns around, put them back down. (laughs) Throw the baby back down. (laughs) She can't see me holding them. Because the second that it does, she'd be like, oh, she's like, oh, look how cute 
that looks in your arms, you'd be such a good mom. Uh, and I'm like, I'm such a great aunt, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better as an aunt. Listen, Ooh. anting is the best. Anting is the best. It's the best. It's like skipping a step and just uh-huh. having grandkids. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's yeah. so great. They show up and they go away. Yeah, it's oh, so yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Luke, my brother's kids, they're never going to have to work a day in their life because we're giving all of our money to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're yeah. going to be so yeah. well taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> they good. They're going to have school paid for. Yeah. And my brother's like, oh, do you have kids? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. If I have kids, your kids lose out. Is yeah, that what right? you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Taking away your kids' education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anting is the best. I'm mm-hmm. so excited to be an aunt. Because I can still do whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. I could smoke a dube on the deck. I don't mm-hmm. have to parent. You know? <laughs> <laughs> These ain't my kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be even more engaged wanting to play with your kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. the bright colors in their TV shows are right about where my brain's at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids want to watch SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh, my God. Great. Let's watch some bubble guppies. <laughs> Let me introduce you to the world of Futurama. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I'm gonna be the best aunt. Oh yeah. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, I get ass now because I got married last year. Yeah. If I'm having kids, I look at them say I'll, I'll look at them and say, Do you think this 50-year-old body is capable? Mm. So people are asking you because you just got married last year. Uh, so immediately, it doesn't so matter. It doesn't age. matter. Just now you're tied down. Mm-hmm. Get to it. Yeah. yeah. This text here, 56789, says five years of having to explain our biological problems to people absolutely sucked. I'm a guy, and having to go through this and watching mm. my wife having to answer questions is the worst. Mm. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, because you never know what people are going through. No, no you have no idea. So why would you, you even want to like open that, open that conversation and just mm-hmm. make someone feel bad? Yeah. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, please keep me anonymous. I have a confession. I was on the fence about having kids with my ex-husband. My partner has two kids with 50 custody, week on, week off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Being a 50% parent is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. You only got to parent half the time. Yeah. It's like having the best of both worlds. Well, it's like, yeah, vacation time when it's like, all right, time to go. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be late. Here, Let's get out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because his kids go home. Yeah, they go home and you get whatever, like a, a week. Yeah. It was good times. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. there you go. There you go. Stop asking. Stop asking. It's none of your business and you never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. You never know. All right, this story here um, is, it's kind of like, I don't know. It basically asks, are you more or less gross than the average person? Well, let's find out. Someone pulled people to find out how popular different gross habits are. And here are five questions and how people answered. Uh, number one. Do you pick your wedgies in public or do you suffer through them until you can find a bathroom? Uh, sometimes you got to pick a wedge. Do you do it in public? Yes. But I, uh, I won't do it if there's like, I know there's people behind me. I would like direct my butt to like a shelf. And then, like, pull. <laughs> and go. Yeah, and do and like a, a casual pull, like this. Yeah. And then you're like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> 74% of us say we'll just pick it in public. We don't care. Even if people are like right behind you, you can't yeah. pick your wedge when people are directly behind you. Now, most people did say they try to be discreet about it. So, like what Crash said, he'll point his butt like at a shelf. Yeah. And then get and then the. And you pick. And then you pick. Yeah, yeah. Like, Haley, if you get a wedgie in public, um, are you 
picking it in front of people, or are you going to do it a little more discreetly? I'm going to do a little bit more discreetly. I've got a little bit of a wiggle that I can do. Okay. So it, and I don't have to go like right in the crack. Yeah. Because the the top of the thong is a nice little T. Yeah. And you can kind of just hook it and then do a little shimmy wiggle, and it kind of comes out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's very discreet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's very discreet. That's, <laughs> that's, that's very really discreet. good. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Do you ever take phone calls on the toilet? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah. 60% of us do, including 13% who said that they do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Just, when, you're just sitting there. As long as you're, yeah, don't be yeah. flushing or like butt trumpets. That's right. <laughs> uh, number three, do you find pimple popping videos mm. satisfying? No. I love them. I know Haley loves them. Oh, my God. I don't know about the videos. I don't know how satisfying they are. Although it's weird because, like, Watching a video like a TikTok of some squeezins, mm. I'm like, ooh. But like, we all watched Doctor Pimple Popper on TV. We sure did. That was a thing, and I like, I it. would sit there for an hour watching these nasty things get squeezed out. I'm like, yeah. ugh. yeah. But yet, I don't want to see it on like a uh, small, like a small scale, like on my phone. Yeah, that's mm. weird. Half of us do. Fifty percent of people say that they p- find pimping popple videos satisfying, mm. including eighteen percent of people who say that they quote love them. Mm. What's the best one? Is it like the the big gushers? The ones that like ribbons come out? Oh, I love those. <laughs> They're like a sh- they look like little shrimps come out of your yeah. mouth. Oh. oh god. <laughs> oh boy. How many times do you wear your clothes before washing them? Only 46% generally wear clothes once and then wash them. 39% said multiple times and 15% said they won't cl- wash their clothing until they're visibly dirty or if they smell. Yeah, like shorts and pants. Uh, those get many, many wears. Mm-hmm. Shirts, I'm a sweaty person, so I typically can't wear a shirt the second yeah. time. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I probably wash my clothes too much. Way too much. Yeah, because I, I do the one and done. I'll wear, like, the dress that I'm wearing today, yeah. I'll wash it, and there's really no reason for me to wash it. Yeah. If it's not in the dresser or hung up, like, Mars is washing it. I'm washing I, it. I had, uh, like, my shorts and pants, like, uh, stacked on the bed, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I come in the house. I'm like, oh my god, where's my stack? And Mars is like, oh, I washed it. I'm like, this is all clean. It was all clean already. I'm like, no, I just, I just wore a pair of shorts. I'm like, did you wash the shorts that were on top? She's like, oh, it all got washed. I'm like, I had lotto tickets in the pocket. So I think there's washed lotto tickets. I hope they're still there. Yeah, I don't know. But why are the shorts on? The, why are the shorts just on the floor? No, they were. They were. They were on the bed. They were stacked on the bed. Yeah, and I was like, they weren't on the floor. Dirty clothes. So they I were not. Them up. They were all clean. <laughs> <laughs> Might have washed those lotto tickets. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and then this question, which seems to be timely for Haley: Have you ever pooped your pants? <laughs> yes. Fifty <laughs> percent said no, only when they were a baby. Thirty-six percent said yes once. Another thirteen percent said that it's happened multiple times, and two percent said they pooped their t- pants too many times to count. Oh my God. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Because <laughs> I can count. I can count on one hand. Yeah. <laughs> Haley's done it once. Yeah. She had to leave the show. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I panic texted Hayden. Help, and then help, out help. she went. Yeah. It was Luckily, okay. Like I've said, I said when we talked about it, I haven't done it. Yes. And nobody believed me. No. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone listening didn't believe you. Yeah. You're like, nice try. 50% of the morning show has mm-hmm. pooped themselves this year. I know. Mm-hmm. Just this waiting year. On you too. Yeah, yeah. I this year alone. 2023 has been a crappy year. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to start inspecting the laundry. <laughs> 
no, that's gross. Don't do that. And I'll take a picture and post it every day. Don't do that. Alrighty, for those of you who have um, a close relationship with your grandma, I am going to ask you this question. I just want you to think about it for a quick sec. Because I read this story and I actually laughed. Does your grandma have a weird or bizarre thing that they do? Hmm. Like what? Like... Just think about your grandma. and like does a weird she, quirk? Does she do some like weird or bizarre things? According to a poll, and I thought this was funny, 70% of people said that they can think of one thing that their grandma does that's weird or bizarre. Um, some of the things like uh, include, um, th- these are just what people were offering up of some of the things that grandmas do, is collecting all the pop cans and soda cans from the neighborhood. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And then I guess like collect them and bring them in for herself. Okay. Right. Um, Lining the box of the trunk with a trash bag. Well, yeah. If you're putting like plants and stuff in there, you don't want the carpet dirty. I guess. And uh, some plants that you buy are wet. Sure. So it creates a little barrier. Sure. That makes sense. One person said their grandmother made breakfast on the weekends for people who were in jail. Oh. It's <laughs> an interesting hobby. It's a big time. So that's a, you know, that's a that's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, maybe she collects something a little bizarre. Mm. Such those, as those uh, weird grandma collections. Weird grandma collections. Those yeah. those can happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe grandma does something for the community that you're like, oh wow, that's really sweet because you know you would never do it. Mm-hmm. Weird or bizarre actions. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Crash. I don't know if you had a close relationship with your grandma. No. No, you didn't, hey? I don't know. They were drunks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah. Grandma drank. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a weird and bizarre One grandma then. drank and the other had a gambling addiction. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, my grandma used to buy us Bellinis when we were like 10 years old. Mm, oh, oh that's God. Probably if I hung around my boozy grandma, my grandma, I would have probably been able to dabble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably would have been able to. I thought this story was super cute. So if you um, have a, had a, have or had a close relationship with grandma, did she do some little bizarre things mm-hmm. that looking back on it made you laugh? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. They're talking about the weird or bizarre things that your grandma used to do, Um, whether it was something like a collection, whether it was things that she said to you, things that she bought for you. Mm -hmm. Um, This text here, 56789 says, guys, I used to roll my grandma's cigarettes. I would look forward to her visiting because she would make me a coffee with seven sugars. I was a kid. Then she would set up my cigarette rolling station in front of her tube TV. Ziploc bag of tobacco, box of tubes, and then the roller machine. Good times. <laughs> FYI, she started me on this when I was about six years old. I wish I could say my grandma did that, but my mom actually did yeah, that. Yeah, your mom did that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I get why you'd be like, yay, let's go to grandma's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yay, let's go. Well, it's a fun little project, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I guess it is. Yeah. Because you get to sit there and yeah. it's something to do. As a kid, and- you don't think about uh, how bad cigs are. You're like, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun little toy. And you got to sit there yeah, and... rolling the cigs. And roll it all up. Uh, 780 Uh Megan's here. How you doing, Megan? I'm good. How are you? Ah, doing pretty good. Uh, your grandma had some uh, quirks, right? Yeah. Well, anytime we were playing like a board game or if we'd ask her if there was something that we didn't like in the food she was making or whatever, and she was telling a lie, she would 
take her dentures and flip them around in her mouth. Oh, that's oh, when that's you, funny. you knew she was lying when she was flipping her dentures around? Yeah. yeah, yeah. well, she had the top dentures, and then you'd see them do a little, like, flip, like the teeth would literally flip around in her mouth, and I was like, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Oh, it's like the Pinocchio nose. Yeah. Did she oh know God, that she was so doing funny. it? I loved it. Did she know that she was? Did she know that she was doing it, like lying no, and doing that at the same a, time? It was a habit. Oh, it was a habit. And I was like, "You're lying." She's like, "No, I'm not." I'm like, "Yeah, you are. You do it every single time. You lie." And she goes, oh, "No, I don't." It's, <laughs> it's, sure enough, she definitely did. We all caught her. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> funny that that was like her thing. It's. I wonder if it yeah, was like a nervous thing. Like she knows she's telling a lie, and that's just her body naturally just no. like flipped her dentures around. Well, people, you know, like if people like fidget with their hands or yeah. whatever. Yeah, she was just a denture flipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a weird I one. I love it. I think All that's right. great. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Megan. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. A little nervous tick there when she was lying. Oh, big time. Flip the dentures around. <laughs> uh, I like this text here. 56789 says, I'm from Yellowknife, yeah. and that's where my grandma still lives. She would, she would love to go, or she loves to go up to truckers who are parked on the side of the road and offer to take them in and offer up her house for a shower and then also take them around town. Oh my God. Says, I'm surprised she's still alive. What? Grandma, stop. Yeah, Grandma, I mean, I guess she was just being nice. Do you boys need a shower? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come over to my house. She's like the original Flying J. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. She invite everybody in. This text here, 56789, says, I went to a doctor's appointment in Edmonton with my grandma one day. We stopped for lunch afterwards at a bar and grill. The waitress came by and said, would you like a coffee? And my grandma looked at her and said, no, I want a screwdriver. Mm. I just about died. Wow. Well, grandma wanted the... Uh, she, yeah, she wants it. This text here, 56789, says, my grandma and the other grandmas in the neighborhood would often put men's underwear on their head while baking to keep their hair from getting into it, like a hairnet. Ah, I guess, yeah. Okay. I, rem- I remember them doing it. That was back in the 70s. Like your tidy whities That would totally work, right? It's going to pull your hair back. Yeah. It's yeah, I guess so. Holes, uh, keep your uh, keep some airflow going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to see underwear on my grandma's head, but... But that happens. Uh, this text here says, not my grandma, but my stepmom. She collects pop can tabs and pop bottle lids. She says someday she's going to turn them in for lots of money. Mm. When you ask her who's going to pay for these, she said she has no idea, but she has bags and bags of them in the basement. Mm. So it's the pop tabs. Remember that was a thing? And the lids. No, I don't. Oh. Maybe that was a Manitoba thing. People would collect the, yeah, off pop cans and beer cans, mm. the tab. And the people just had bags of them. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember it being for wheelchairs. Yes. Because okay. uh, my high school boyfriend collected a bunch of them as well. Okay. Oh, and okay. he had bags and bags yeah. and donated them. And I think they made them out of like into wheelchair wheels or like ramps or something. Well, I think it was, yeah, aluminum and it was yeah. melted down for like the wheelchair frames or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they ever made it to wheelchairs, Let's but see. yeah, I remember... Yeah, collections at school and just yeah in the neighborhood. It's random the people had first thing that comes up the is wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh? What did they do? Did did they make wheelchairs or they sold it for money to buy wheelchairs? Apparently, it was a charity called Pop Tabs for Wheelchairs. Oh, okay. And yes, Crash, they recycled the they aluminum. Melted it down. Yeah, cool. they melted it down. Oh, well, that's great. But like uh, the amount, okay. the amount of tabs like people had, it was like those big. Um, 
Uh, it's uh, like your uh, big landscape bags, big clear bags that yeah, you can yeah. buy. They were full of pop tabs. Oh my god! There were so many. I don't know how many it takes to make a wheelchair, but wow, there's a lot going on. Yeah, apparently tabs for tots was the other one that they did. Mm. Ah, gotcha. Oh, okay. Apparently the Edmonton Elks were into that one. Huh. Hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Grandma. But this grandma said she's going to sell them. Yeah, I don't think grandma's going to make cash on them. I don't think she's going to make th- cash yeah. on them. She's going to have to donate them. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, hey guys, my grandma was a klepto. <laughs> oh no. She somehow was able to steal my grad dress and invited me over to show me the beautiful dress that she bought me for grad. <laughs> it did fit me perfect, so thanks grandma, but she stole it. Grandma, mm-hmm. Grandma's the real one. <laughs> Grandma's a real MVP. Oh, big time. She stole it. I guess the only quirk, though, the one grandma that I did see a couple times was, we've talked about this before, uh, when she would bring Tupperware to buffets. Oh, yeah. 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 So, like a food hoarder, I guess. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This text here says, hey, guys, I think my grandma's pretty normal, but I do have a favorite quirk of hers. She's losing her hearing, so if you talk to her on the phone and her hearing aid doesn't work for her, your mid-sentence... Telling her something pretty important, and then suddenly she just goes, "Okay, love you. Talk to you later. Bye." And she hangs up. <laughs> Convo's just done. Doesn't your mom do my that? My mom to does you? that to me. I'll be in the middle of something really important. My mom will be like, "Oh my god. Okay, gotta go. Bye bye." But I think she can hear. I think she can hear. <laughs> I think she just doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's like, done. I'm yeah. done with yeah. this. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right. Uh, for those of you guys, uh, first of all, um, did you see Barbie or Oppenheimer over the weekend? Uh, let us know if you loved it. The ticket sales were through the roof. Barbie actually beat Oppenheimer at the box office overall. And earlier this morning, people said that they did the whole, mm. like the whole shebang, the double header. Oh, the Barbenheimer. That's a lot. That's a big commitment. And just so you know, if you're thinking to yourself, um, I am going to go see Oppenheimer. Apparently, one thing that you won't be able to buy after the movie is a fedora. All oh. fedoras are going to fly off the shelves? Uh, they've oh, already started no. flying off the shelf as everybody wants a fedora like Killian Murphy does in Oppenheimer. Mm. <laughs> Apparently during Peaky Blinders, people started buying fedoras, but it wasn't enough to make them like unavailable. But now, watch out. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I've always loved the fedora. Yeah. But I, I don't have the balls to wear one. Well, fedoras got a bit of a bad rap for a while because I think Justin Timberlake rocked one forever. Mm -hmm. Sure. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd look good in one. Yeah, but I just, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the confidence to walk around in public wearing one. What about a flat cap? What's a flat cap? Rob Grant used to wear a flat cap. Like the painters type? No, not the painters. The newsy kind of? Yeah, like the newsboy looking. I'll put one up here in the app for you. Sure. Because apparently this one was really popular, but it's out of the way now for the fedora. It's okay. back. All right. Hang on a second here. Because you have uh, a fedora-ish. I do. There's a flat cap. Something. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that look. Yeah, I don't think I could pull that off. I think you could. Well, you'd have to cut your hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's and yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, yeah, you can't wear a fedora with your long hair either. Yeah, that, that just, a little it weird. doesn't work. It'd be your hat and then all the curly hair spraying that around. The- <laughs> yeah. Look like Sideshow Bob. Right? <laughs> yeah, it would indeed. So if you uh, do want to get an Oppenheimer look, if you're brave enough to pull off a fedora, it's back, baby. Hmm. It's back for it. Should I, uh, should I wear your fedora? Is it? It's a unisex fedora, right? It's a unisex fedora. Because uh, a, fedo- a fedora works with long hair because I, uh, I wore it in the sunshine one day. 
And I think it worked out. I mean, it might have. This text here says, Crash, <laughs> Clearly you, wasn't impressionable. you'll post topless on Instagram, but you won't wear a hat? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it's because of the stigma that uh, the fedoras had back in the day. Someone said you would look like Brian Johnson of ACDC if you wore a flat cap with long curly hair. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, that could work. Well, I don't know if it could. Here, I'm, just, I'm trying to round up the photo of me with the fedora. I don't remember you wearing it. Was it that disgusting? No, I just don't. I don't <laughs> like, I can't even look at you. <laughs> no, I just don't. I don't remember you wearing it. Well, I think I wore it last summer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll find it. All right. Here, I'll put a picture up uh, in the app of what Crash would look like if you were. Oh, no, that's a ball cap. <clears throat> uh, the uh, the flat cap. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you would look like Brian Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I'll, let, me, uh, let me get this photo up here for you. Here, if you're on the app this yeah. morning, by the way, if you don't have the app, make sure you download it so you can see the pictures that we're posting. Here, Crash, this is you. Okay, what do you in got a flat there? cap. There you go. That's what everybody says. <laughs> like. Oh, I don't know if I. Well, that's what it would look like, though. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not gonna do the flat cap. Okay, let's. See. People are saying you look like Carmen San Diego in a fedora. <laughs> oh yeah, that's possible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you would. I don't know. Are we still waiting on your photo? Well, it's well, yeah. I got to take it off my phone. I got to, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so give well, me time here. It'll, it'll go up, guys. He'll get it up there, and then we will all judge it. Uh, you might be seeing a lot more pink than usual due to the Barbie movie release, but one Ottawa-based collector has been running a business out of the toy franchise for decades. Her name is Elizabeth, and she has over three thousand Barbie collectibles for viewing. Dolls, cars, houses—some over six decades old—are all on display in her Ottawa-based Barbie museum. Now, she said she first got her Barbie doll from her parents at nine years old in 1965. It was Barbie's now discontinued little sister who can be found in the museum. That doll's name was Tootie. I don't don't remember. You don't remember Tootie? I don't remember Tootie. I thought it was Skipper. I remember Skipper. I remember Skipper, too. But not Tootie. Tootie must have been the first sister. Mm. I don't know what happened to Tootie, though. (laughs) They say, though, if you look through the ages of Barbie, you can see a sign of the times, and she's got over 3,000 Barbie things on display, Mm. which is pretty incredible. Uh, Crash put a picture of him in a fedora (laughs) on the app as well. It works with long hair. People say you look like Carlos Santana. (laughs) (laughs) Little Carlos Santana, yeah. Okay, okay. Other people are saying you look like a drug dealer. (laughs) That's what it is. Well, that's a very fashionable drug dealer. <laughs> drug dealers <laughs> only are selling the finest. Well, look where you are. <laughs> he only sells the white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the white stuff that's getting washed up on the beaches. That's yeah. what it looks like. Oh, that's true. And I'm on the water there. Yeah, Crash is going to go pick up the bricks. <laughs> yeah, before the sharks. Yeah, I'm headed them. for my pickup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess oh, you could wear a fedora. Right? That's the hat you have at home. Should I wear it tomorrow? Yeah, sure, if you want. You don't want me to... You do not like the fedora. No, it, the fedora looks fine. That's not a true fedora, though. What do you mean? Well, it's fedora-ish. It's fedora-ish, but it's not a true fedora. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get my hands on a true fedora. I know. So what would this one be considered? That's more of a... Um, like a... What is the official name of it? If you can't see on the app right now, it's a... It'd be like a, what, a semi-wicker? I think wicker it's, hat? it's more like um, it's more like a Panama hat. Mm, a Panama yeah. hat? Yeah, if you Google Panama hat, that's that what you That sounds even more drug dealerish. It, well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's a Panama hat. It's not, it's not a fedora. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. 
Yeah, it's got more Panama. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it's that's, it, that's what it is. I see why you guys are saying drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my goodness. <laughs> well, it's on the app there. That's right. <laughs> All right, we talked about this last week, and of course, uh, it still goes on. Uh, the extreme heat that's happening all around the world, and some of the tourist hotspots are actually seeing some of the most heat and the highest temperatures. This year's tourism has been extra hot, with temperatures in the Northern Hemisphere reaching record-breaking levels that are actually set to keep intensifying as we move through summer. Now, popular tourism destinations in Europe, such as parts of Greece, Eastern Spain, Sardinia, Sicily, and Southern Italy, are currently experiencing the peak of their heat waves, with temperatures reaching above 45 degrees Celsius last week. That's how hot that it's been. Way too hot. I like it hot, hot. but my God. That's super hot. Because you can't even do anything outside. Like, remember the lady we chatted with last week that grew up in Death Valley? Yeah. Yeah, she she said, said, you don't don't go outside in the summer. Yeah, you don't do anything outside. And it's mandatory that all homes have air conditioning. You don't sit on patios. You don't sit in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. It's just so hot. Currently, the hottest destination in Europe is Italy. Apparently, it was reported 46.3 degrees Celsius in Sicily and 45.8 in Rice. Hmm. Yeah, we've got uh, one of our sales ladies is in Italy right now yeah, yeah. for uh, her daughter's wedding. Oh, oh God. And she, was like, she was telling me she was worried about the heat. Yeah. And uh, they're there right now. I've seen some photos. They all look very sweaty in their photos. Oh, and like being there, like you're going to have an outdoor wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'd be like, just say I do. Yeah. Oh. Or take it indoors. Yeah. With yeah. the AC. It's pretty crazy. Now, with the heat, we're not alone. We're going to be having a very hot day today. It's going to be muggy. It's going to be 30 degrees. And with the Humidex, it's going to feel like 35. So with everything that's going on in the world, apparently we're also searching for heat-related stories more than ever. As a matter of fact, what is heat stroke Mm. is one of the top searched questions Mm -hmm. that we're asking about. So what is heat stroke? Well, that's when your core body temp is 104 or higher. It's not really a stroke. But it can cause headaches, confusion, slurred speech, seizures, and it can even kill you. Mm. When it's less severe, it's called heat exhaustion. Mm. So how long does heat exhaustion last? It can take a few days until you feel back to normal. But then after that, you can be sensitive to hot weather for a week or more. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that wild? I got heat stroke, I would say, in Belize. That, I think I did too. Yeah, because I uh, we were just in the sun all day, on the ocean all day, and then I just felt like crap. I I was vomiting, and then I got wild chills, mm-hmm. and I had to go for dinner after. And I showed up, and it was probably like 30-something out. I showed up to dinner wearing a full sweatsuit. And you're with shaking. Hoodie, and I was just shivering. Shivering. Oh, my God. And that just, yeah, I was ruined for I days. Don't, is, is that heat stroke or is that sunstroke? I think the two of them are very different. Oh, I... Because I, I think... Sun, I was hot, too. Yeah, I think sunstroke is when you're... Because I don't think you shake when you have heat stroke. Oh. I think sunstroke is something else. And I think that's All what I you know had. All I know is I wanted to die. <laughs> Yeah, it was hot. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to get back to the air conditioning. I've been there too, though, where mm. it's, it's all the same thing, by the way. I just Googled it. Um, where you've had that, where your body is shaking like you have a fever. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time, yeah. Uh, by the way, they say that really bad heat stroke requires a hospital say, stay and up to a year to fully recover oh, from it. Oh, God. Oh, that's oh. terrible. Yeah. You be careful. Mm. What does heat stroke feel like? It's not good. People tend to be confused and might even become aggressive or combative. What's what's when it's bad enough to be heat stroke, you're also not supposed to give somebody water because if they take it back too fast, they could inhale it into their lungs by mistake. Oh. oh. 
little sips. Yeah, little sips. Mm. So watch out for that. Derek says uh, you also stop sweating when you have heat stroke. Is that what happens? Your body's trying to conserve water. And when I think about it, I didn't didn't sweat. I was just like chills. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not good. Oh, God. Uh, Jen on the Northeast says, good morning, guys. My daughter just came back from Italy on Thursday. She said it was stupid hot. You couldn't go outside hot. Oh, that's too bad. That is too bad. Mm. Now, with the heat today, um, things are going to heat up fast. Have you ever burned your hand on your steering wheel? Oh, yeah. A recent study looked at just how hot the inside of your car can get in the summer. Researchers tested six different parked cars in the sun on a day where the temperature was reaching 37 degrees. <sighs> so luckily for us, that's not going to be today. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to feel... It's going to feel... It's if gonna, your car is in the sun, Because mm-hmm. I think it says it's going to feel like one or like 35 today. Yeah, yeah. So after about an hour, steering wheels average approximately 52.7 degrees Celsius. Hmm. To put that in some sort of perspective to you, when when something reaches 43 degrees Celsius, that's when you feel pain when you touch it. Mm-hmm. First degree burns can actually start to happen at 47.7 degrees Celsius, and second degree burns start to happen when your steering wheel reaches 54.4 degrees Celsius. So basically, you can get a second degree burn on your steering wheel. Mm. A few more spots in your car and how hot they can get. The air temperature inside the car is really hot. Uh, A lot of cars will have like full glass roof and stuff too now. Uh, Mars car has full glass roof. It gets so bloody hot in there. It does. Because you can load the app and see the temperature and you're like, wow, it's like 70 something. 70 something, yeah. Holy crap. If not even hotter. If you go from an air conditioned car to one hour in the sun, at that one hour, it will be 47 degrees in there. That's only after one hour. That's from AC. Yeah. You get out, shut the door. Yeah. One hour, it's 47 degrees. Jeez. Your seats, um, they don't say what kind of seats. I'm guessing fabric seats aren't as hot. Yeah, yeah, leather, leather can get hot. Yeah, fifty degrees Celsius. Oh. I believe it. Mm-hmm. And your dashboard. Have you ever touched your dashboard? Oh, uh, no, but I picture it to be pretty hot. Sixty-nine point four <laughs> degrees Celsius. Sixty-nine. <laughs> now they didn't test the metal flaps on seatbelts, but I can safely say that's like touching the surface of the sun. Oh, I've mm. burned myself with the seatbelt. Yes, yeah, so oh, I. When you try to gingerly grab it so you don't like touch it to your skin, and then yep. your hand like freaks it's out like, and it slaps yeah. that metal on your arm. You're like, ah! oh yeah. My old junky cars that I had, the seatbelt's all loose. <laughs> oh, so you yeah. grab it and just this little metal clip with drapes on your thigh. Oh. And you're like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> it just burns you. Just a little circle burn on your leg. So hot. Oh. It's just the worst. Mm-hmm. So watch out today. Um, after today, we go into a little bit of a cool down, which will give us a bit of a reprieve and kind of back to normal temperatures. Um, but it is going to be hot today. Did you see that story? And tomorrow even. Yeah. Did you see that story in the States? A guy smashed out his front windshield to retrieve his child because he locked his kid in the car by accident. Oh, I couldn't imagine. And the keys and whatever are inside or whatever. And, and he, it's that hot. And he, yeah, he smashed the windshield out. Yeah. Yeah, I bet I bet they did. It was, yeah, it was unbearably hot. I would do it for a kid. I would do it for an animal. I'd do it for a grandma. Mm-hmm. Did he go the front window or did he, did he do did the he, back? Well, he did front window. Oh. I, why wouldn't yeah I don't know why he wouldn't yeah man was captured on video breaking the windshield of a hot car to rescue his crime because you're panicked but smash the side window mm-hmm. you're panicked yeah oh it was not it wasn't his baby 
Oh, he just saw it in a car? Yeah, I do the same thing. Oh, yeah, it wasn't his baby. Oh, I thought it was his baby. Yeah, don't leave babies or pets in the car while you guys do a quick errand. Or, or it was your... a family with a new baby and oh, they forgot. Yeah. Don't oh, do my that. God. Or your elderly people, either. Don't forget anybody in a yeah, car. Yeah, don't forget anything. Anything alive, even like a plant. Oh, God, I would never leave a plant in a hot car. Yeah, take it out. Um, I'm going to post a picture of this uh, story here. Weird methods. Because um, obviously someone got in the car. Look at the problem here. Well, some people are saying that the windshield is the cheapest to replace, which is why he would. It's mm-hmm. a baby. Which is why he would. Uh, Smash every window <gasps> up. Oh, yeah. Someone got in the car. Just open the door and hand the baby. They're oh, handing yeah, the baby the through window? the broken glass. Because <laughs> people are panicking. <laughs> yeah. You don't think right when you're panicking. You're right. You should have opened the door as opposed yeah. to dragging the child through over shattered glass. The glass has, yeah. like, the windshield has, like, a giant hole in it with a bunch of shattered glass everywhere. And they're handing the baby through the windshield. <laughs> See yeah. the picture there? It's because you're in a panic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just so trying to get the baby out. The guy must have climbed through the windshield, maybe, too. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Well, the baby's safe, though. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, also, this text here says, please remind people to be careful with their pets. Pavement is hot on pause. Mm. Yeah. We were talking about booties last time. I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you just put your, I usually do the back of my hand on the pavement. Mm. If it's, I can't hold it there for seven seconds, it's too hot for them. Well, it sounds like your dog's babies anyways. So oh, they're big babies. The, the sidewalk could be perfect temperature and they're like, mm. I'll open the door and they go, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do they go outside in the heat or no? Yeah, we've got uh, our backyards fully grass and then we have one of those kiddie pools for them as well. Perfect. Yeah. So they can go cool down their little feet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Cute. Yeah, they're spoiled. <laughs> for those of you who are super fans of Futurama. Yes. I got some good news for you. Futurama's new season hits Disney Plus Canada uh, starting today. today. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Reboot. Yeah. The news was revealed alongside the first trailer trailer for the revival of the popular animated sitcom and people are losing their minds. Disney said the 11th season is intended to serve as a good jumping on point for newcomers if you've never watched Futurama before, but it will also offer playoffs to series long plot points. Cool. Including Fry and Leela's romance. So Excellent. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Great show. I'm stoked. Um, yeah, the hang-up that was delaying everything was uh, the guy that voices Bender. Really? They couldn't agree on uh, Oh, he wanted money? money. Oh. And you need that voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you need, need Bender. Bender's voice. Yeah, you need Bender. Yeah, apparently he was the, the last one to To jump on. on. Yeah. Oh, huh, well, he's there. So that's good news. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're ready to go. Yeah, it's back. So you can watch today. all your Futurama stuff starting today. Disney Plus. That's right. Mm. I'm not sure if you've heard of this yet, and I don't particularly like this trend, but people say don't take it so seriously. It is supposed to be all tongue-in-cheek. Have you heard of Girl Dinner? Yes! Oh my God, I love Girl Dinner. <laughs> so when I first read this, I was I read about it, and I was like, oh God, this is just going to like trigger every eating disorder in every young girl. Oh yeah. And then I thought about it, and I was like, wait a minute, I do Girl Dinner, so... <laughs> yeah. Girl Dinner. Girl Dinner. What's Girl so, Dinner? Girl Dinner is the name someone came up for when you're eating alone as a as a woman or a girl, female, yeah. and you're only eating snacks, and that's your meal. Girl <laughs> dinner, and it's so true. Yeah, my favorite girl dinner in university was an ego waffle covered with peanut butter and fruit and a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Girl dinner. Is it because it's quick to make or it's a, it, it, no one's there to judge your meal? 
Yeah. Like you just do whatever. Yeah. Is so, that what it is? Sometimes I'll just eat like 20 chicken nuggets. <laughs> Girl dinner. Honestly, like, like it's something. <laughs> if I'm alone, our charcuterie board <laughs> is dinner. Yeah. I will like, arrange I, it nicely though. I'll just like reach into the fridge for deli meat slices every yeah. like 15 minutes. <laughs> Girl dinner. Yeah. And sometimes I'll grab a fistful of like baby carrots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Some grapes and some cheese oh, and crackers. Weird. Girl dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why, I don't know. I guess that's just like what we do as girlies. Oh, the most recent one I had, I wanted um, a sandwich, but I didn't feel like putting it together. So yeah. I had a bun. No. And then I had uh, meats and cheeses and then little dippers of mayo and mustard. What? <laughs> and you- it was a deconstructed sandwich. <laughs> yes. It was still like the ingredients of a sandwich. Oh, wow. It just wasn't organized. It was girl dinnered. Uh, dudes, are, are we doing this too? I, I, anytime that I'm eating alone, you I make find yourself like a full I meal. I find that I prepare a meal and Have I sit you? down and I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. I got like, uh, I got some veggie. I got like a piece of meat. I uh, maybe a glass of wine or whatever, a beer. And I'm like, here's a meal. Have you seen the, uh, the boy dinner response? No, no. So it's it, boy dinner. It just started popping up on my feed last night, and it was like boy dinner. So like the same song as the girl dinner, but it's just a man walking into his room and he pulls the duvet off his bed, and there's a half-eaten box of pizza under the duvet. <laughs> boy dinner, boy dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that and a monster. <laughs> it's so true. I love it so much. Yeah. I don't, I, I, it's again, this isn't, it's supposed to be tongue in cheek. It's not meant yeah. to like trigger any sort of eating disorder or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it's like kind of true. Well, it's look like, at the text coming in. Yeah. After, yeah. After a long day, being a girl's hard. You come home, you're exhausted at life. All you want to do is just eat a fistful of shredded cheese. This text here, 56789, says popcorn and wine is my girl dinner. <laughs> yeah. One of those big bags of the uh, boom chicka pop. Mm. Eat half a bag of that. Dinner. Oh I could do, uh, I could do like, um, um, because I don't need the sweets, so I could do like a microwave bag of popcorn, mm. lots of butter, yeah, and so, a bottle of wine, yeah, girl dinner, maybe like a fistful of cherry tomatoes for vegetables. What the? <laughs> no, so what is my that. problem by preparing a meal then? I don't know. I, don't know. I should just go in and grab like a handful of pepperoni sticks. Oh. Sometimes Grab we'll, some bread. Sometimes we'll do girl dinner for dinner. Mm. Just like, it's, we call it fend for yourself night. Yeah, yeah. I, like but I it. call it it's girl dinner night. Because <laughs> I got a plate of grapes, a thing of little sausages and some crackers. Yeah, yeah. Dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and for some reason they say guys tend to go for like the protein, the... Like a yeah. protein, a grain, yeah. and a veg. I always need like a, a steak or a chicken or something. I've even done salmon at one point. <laughs> <laughs> one a here? nice blackened salmon. I'm like, well, I guess dinner for one. <laughs> Truffle popcorn and smoothie. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. <laughs> smoothie. Girl dinner. Oh, a lot of peeps are pounding back the boom chicka pop. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> so good. Uh, Danielle at 56789, she says, girl dinner last night, chips, baby bells, cheese strings, cherries, and a ginger ale. Mm. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Oh, someone uh, crutched canned tuna and crackers. Girl dinner. I could do that. I could do, <laughs> I could do a girl dinner. Uh. Uh, yeah. Hummus and pretzel crackers, girl oh. dinner with a, with a glass of wine. Or tzatziki and just veg. That's yep. a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Kira's crushing Tostitos and salsa. Oh. Dinner. Yeah, girl dinner. Mm-hmm. Girl dinner. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, do you feel bad after doing it? No, or you don't you're care? full. It's good. You're good. Yeah, you're full. Yeah, it did the Eat job. Meal. 
Now, this, of course, is getting a lot of criticism because it's not like, you know, showing a, a balanced meal. No. And it's and it's not. But like, really, who cares? We are all trash pandas at heart. <laughs> and at the end of the day, if like eating this makes you full and feel good, then eat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're still eating a meal. So technically, I mean, it's better than not eating anything. Yeah. Uh, this one says, this is for, uh, uh, you call it boy dinner? Yeah. <laughs> it says, my husband will open a can of tuna, yeah. and then he eat it, he'll eat it with some crackers and a can of oysters with some crackers as well. <laughs> yeah. That's his dinner, even though I've made pre-made meals in the fridge for when I'm gone. Because the tuna and crackers <laughs> is like, good. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, because it's good. dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. This text here, 5679, says, we'll do this too. We call it snacky snack dinner. Mm. Just go get your snacks. So basically just whatever for whatever substance you can find, that's yeah. easy. Get yeah. her done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was like uh, last Saturday when you went to that party and I couldn't go because my foot was broken. Yeah. What was your uh, your dinner? And you were like, oh, yeah, you could make yourself. And you gave me like all these meal oh, ideas. Oh, yeah, because I had a bunch of stuff in the fridge. Yeah. I had like some rice already done. I think there was already some chicken done. There was. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, just steam yourself up some broc- broccoli. Yeah. I'm like, chicken, rice, and broccoli. Yay. Like, have a good night. So you know what I had? Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner, <laughs> eggs and cheese. Just a bunch of scrambled eggs and cheese and a glass of wine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a dinner, man. <laughs> that's pretty funny. With the chicken and rice and broccoli, it's right there. No, no. That's exactly it. So it's pretty funny. Mm. All right, you guys. Do you have any friends who are currently putting you in debt? In other words, they have a lot of money and they're spending it, and you're trying to keep up with them, and you can't. Fortune magazine just did a big story on a new trend where people are dumping their wealthier friends because they're too expensive to hang out with. Uh, I, uh, that would I be a thing. It. Sure, yeah, yeah. Someone pulled a thousand millennials and Gen Zers and said over a third said they have at least one friend who makes them spend more than they can afford. 80% of those people say they have to use their credit cards or they have to go into debt just trying to keep up with hanging out with people. Now, some of the most common things that more well-off friends cause you to overspend on includes eating out at restaurants, mm. drinking at bars, going on weekend vacations, and elaborate celebrations for things like birthdays. Also, spa treatments made this list. Because I guess if your friend's like, let's go to the spa. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> let's, how about we, uh, how about I pick the location? <laughs> yeah. How about we do an at-home spa day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home, yeah. I have an old foot bath in the garage that we can bust out. <laughs> I'll yeah. paint toenails if it means I don't have to pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, most people, especially the younger generation, is living paycheck to paycheck. So this adds up. And sometimes it's just easier to ghost the person than explain, like, I don't have any money. Just tone it down well, what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, admitting that you don't have cash is hard. Yeah, it is um, hard. Right? And it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. It sucks. But yeah, don't go into debt in credit card debt. For your buddies. For your buddies in order to keep up because it's just not going to work. Well, especially if like you go out with a bunch of people and like they're whining and dining mm-hmm. and then it comes ta- time to like split the bill and you're like, oh... I only had one drink and everyone's like oh, alright 50-50 on everything no, you're like you no 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 yeah. never go fi- never, never split a bill just pay for what you've yeah. ordered yeah end of story mm-hmm. but, is it, but isn't that, doesn't that make it awkward then no no mm. not at all I'm just having my water and salad and you guys are water and having <laughs> dom and filet mignon sounds about right let's split the bill water water in the free popcorn bowl that's yeah. right <laughs> I'm like, Haley, you owe $120. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta start selling feet pics real quick. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. 
All right, this is kind of a crazy story. Have you ever been to a store and realized that you forgot your wallet? Mm. Well, down in the States, you won't need it at Whole Foods soon. They've been testing a gadget that lets you pay by scanning your palm. What? And oh. some people are saying, easy, Bezos, because he owns <laughs> Whole Foods. Does Do you have to have a chip put in there? I think what they're going to do is it's not a chip. Yeah. But they will take a scan of your palm print. Oh. So you connect your palm. Yeah. To the store credit card. Oh. Because again, Whole Foods owned by Amazon. Yeah, yeah. This is down in the States. Yeah. And they say that they have a biometric technology that's let lets users enter. So the store will be locked. You swipe your palm. Mm-hmm. Door unlocks and yeah, you yeah. go. And then pay for items by placing a pa- your palm over a scanning device. First, though, as a shopper, you have to connect your palm to your store credit card. Not not Whole Foods stored so to your phone, yeah, yeah. like your Visa, your MasterCard, whatever it is. After that, you can pay by simply waving your hand over the kiosk. Mm. Ah. Hmm. Well, yeah, we're getting to that. Like in town here, we have a couple stores with uh, you scan your phone at the door to get in and there's no employees There's no one in working. There. Yeah, there's a, a convenience store just down the street from us. No one works in it. Yeah. Why? Yeah, there's a new one yeah. on 104th Street and I think there's another one on 109th. Yeah. Yeah, and you scan... No one, there's no employee. Yeah, you log into the app, and I think you scan your phone or punch in a code, and it opens the door. You go into this little corridor, and then you wait for the one door to close, and then you can unlock the other door, and there's no one in the store. You just get what you need, and then you pay. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. and then you leave. And then you leave. Door yeah. locks behind you. The future's now. Yeah. The future is. <laughs> People want to know, where's your privacy in that? Well, where's your privacy in anything? Yeah, that's true. You got like facial uh, yeah. recognition and yeah. fingerprint scanners on your phones. Yeah, my stuff is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has right. to somewhere. Yeah, fingerprints. Yeah. My, yeah, it's so true. Yeah, probably my, my eye. Like the eye scan, oh, yeah. my retina scan is probably ever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they've got all my stuff. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Facial scans, facial recognition just to open your phone. Yeah. That's all. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They already got your stuff. Mm-hmm. They've already got yeah. it. You've well, already given it. What's a palm? What's a, <laughs> what's a palm? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Hmm. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, not happening. I would never do it. Someone says, my phone, sure, okay, but my handprint, no thanks. Yeah, I feel like the handprint's kind of weird. Is it, though? Well, because, like, it's your fingerprints, right? Like, they're all unique. You only have one, like, only every person has different fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So why? Yeah, then then, then the store's going to have your fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Whole Foods yeah. blaming me for a murder. <laughs> that's the that's a good point. Uh, yeah. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. And then super quickly here uh, in some space news. Apparently an asteroid as big as a 20-story building got closer to us than the moon last week. Oh. Why are we just finding out about this now? Because no one realized it until two days after it went by. So oh, my that's God. Why. What are they doing in that building? In the <laughs> space building? In the space building? Yeah. I don't know. Like you should, you should see this stuff, no? Yeah. You should. But you don't. I think you kind of have one job. And NASA is almost ready to launch a mission to a very valuable asteroid this fall. It's full of so much iron, nickel, and gold, it could be worth an estimated $10 quintillion. Ooh. So if they mine it, I guess. Hmm. So fly a rocket to it and mine it? Yeah. Oh. But then it's going to break apart. And then it's Armageddon. I'd rather my palm being scanned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm this saying? thing hurtling at the earth. That's right. So last week we talked about um, getting sucked into 
timeshares and having to kill all your time or at least the first day of your holiday on like a six hour timeshare mm. um, presentation, which some people bought, some people didn't, some people got screwed in. And we talked to a lot of people who basically got at the end of the day, no one said they loved their timeshare. Oh, you guys yeah. got hosed. Everybody said yeah. that they got, you know, mm. this t- uh, we did get a, an email, though. We got a message here from a now family member who wrote us this uh, over the weekend. Says, hey, guys, please keep me anonymous. Um, You were talking about timeshares, and I just wanted to pass this along to you. For my husband and mine's wedding, my grandma and my grandpa bought us a timeshare. Oh, well, if it's not your own money. (laughs) I guess it's not your own money. (laughs) Yeah. Says they ask us all the time when we're going they ask us all the time if we've been and if we enjoy it. They mm-hmm. also bought into the timeshare, oh. so they want to make it kind of like a family thing. Mm-hmm. We've been married now for five years, and we have never gone not once. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, especially, you don't feel like you have to use it because you didn't buy it. Yeah. Whereas some people are like, damn it, I got hosed. I got roped into this, and they attempt to use a timeshare. They don't really enjoy it. The way that they write this, though, and they go on to say that there is, though, some commitment to it because the timeshare is in their name. So oh, they, oh, I guess remember so people like, said there's like monthly payments or whatever. There's monthly payments. There's like condo fees. And if there's updates that need to be done on the building. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, I'd be livid if someone signed me up for that. For a timeshare? Yeah. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa did it. I'd be like, you are the worst people ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're no better than the salesman. <laughs> they went on to say listening to your show this morning was really disheartening, especially when people said that they can't get out of it and that there are lawyers in the U.S. that can get you out of it. But a lot of them end up being scams as well. When you got to pay a filthy amount, someone said, like in order yeah. to do all the, the go through all the red tape in order to try to sell it. This text here five six seven eight nine says maintenance fees on timeshares are brutal. Ugh, Oof. terrible. So that made me um, that made me you know think about it a little bit. Not a great wedding gift. No, uh, no. Right? I mean, it was like thoughtful, I guess. Nice, but no. But uh, not a great wedding gift. So I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. If you've been married, what was the worst wedding gift that you received? Mm. You can't buy a gift that's going to cost someone something. Yeah. I know. You're right. Regardless of what it is, timeshare or not. And like we live in a subscription-based world. Yeah. You can't buy a gift that requires a subscription either. That's a terrible gift. That is a terrible gift. Yeah. Unless you're paying for the subscription. Yeah, but even then, you're not going to pay for the life of it. Yeah. You'll give them, you'll give pay for like six months free, maybe. And then they'll get hooked on it. (laughs) Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that's a terrible gift. The gift of a subscription. Yay. I guess so if the subscription needs to be renewed, you're the one renewing it though like but then you, you don't one, yeah and then it's garbage and then like because like you said you're not paying for that subscription yeah. for a lifetime mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh boy what about like a single spoon as a wedding gift why would you get a single spoon I don't know is that a thing a spoon yes yeah, so you get like <laughs> Although, a serving spoon yeah serving spoon yeah Maybe you're a spoon collector, or they think you should be. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I'd use a serving spoon a lot more than I'd use a timeshare. (laughs) Yeah, right. You probably would. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Probably would. All right. What was your worst wedding gift? Mm -hmm. One where you were like, I don't know why this person got us this. Let us know. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Um, we're talking about your worst wedding gift that you received. Uh, we were talking about timeshares last week, and somebody sent us a message over the weekend saying that they got a timeshare as a wedding gift, and um, they haven't been able to use it, and they're spending money on it. And like Crash said, uh, you can't give people gifts that require them to like 
Where it's a chore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a chore. It's, it's a chore. It's a subscription it's, that you yeah. have to do. Yeah. You can't you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So we want to know from you guys if you're willing to share with us this morning, 780-489-4669. Or text us if you like as well at 56789. What was your worst wedding gift? When it becomes the worst wedding gift, do you think it's typically like a re-gift? I don't know. Let's I'm gonna read you some gifts and you tell right? me if you think okay. this is a re-gift. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, this text here, five six seven eight nine, please keep me anonymous, says, Hey guys, someone got us patio chair cushions. Oh. We don't have the chairs. Oh. The cushions. <laughs> like they They got you the cushions? Just cushions. Oh. Straight up just patio cushions. Those uh. are the cheapest part of the patio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh no. I actually ended up using them as padding for our dog beds. <laughs> At least they didn't go to waste. Um I'm gonna guess. Um, not a re-gift. I don't think that's a re-gift. I'm going to say they were just on sale at like I mean, Home Depot yeah. or Walmart, whatever. And you're like, you know what they need? Patio cushions. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad gift. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, hey guys, um, my distant cousin was building her for photography portfolio. Mm-hmm. So she offered to do our wedding photos as a gift. We did all of the cheesy poses, blah, blah, blah. She followed us all day. Then as the gift, she said, here's your SD card. I had to edit everything. (gasps) She's like, I took the photos. You can do the rest? Here's your photos. You do the rest. What? Oh, God. Haley, what would you have done if your your wedding photographer handed you the SD, SD card? card. <laughs> I would have laughed. And be like, that was a great wedding, Haley. I captured a lot of great moments. Here you go. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I don't have Photoshop, and I don't know how to edit photos. Oh, no. They're yeah. like, I'll send you some links to Photoshop. <laughs> that's not a, yeah, that's would have had to have been a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> that's not great at all. You can't do that. Uh, 780 if you want to chime in. Uh, I got... Uh, Where's Candace? How are you doing, Candace? Good, yourself? Doing pretty good. Uh, You got a a questionable wedding gift where you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, We were given one of those giant catering plastic bowls for salads. Oh, 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 wow. The big ones that you you don't even have a space big enough. (laughs) (laughs) Like it ain't fitting in the cupboard. Like no one's eating that much salad. Not even a little bit. We don't have enough family members to feed that much salad to. And it didn't have a name. Yeah. It was, it was just wrapped. And it said, like, congratulations on your wedding. And we got a big-ass sorry, yeah. uh, bowl. And but, like- so... We regifted it. <laughs> I love it. To like your mortal enemy? Like who wants that? <laughs> no. Um, so one of the girls that was in our wedding party, she got married the next year. So I slipped it into her gift opening. So the next day I got a picture of her holding the bowl being like, seriously? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, so it's going to be that gift now. Yes. I love it. I, I love it. I hope that tradition continues for your for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Where it just keeps getting passed along. Did I hope that the bowl is still getting regifted. Absolutely, yeah. Did you f- ever figure out who gifted you the bowl? No, I have no idea. And it's been seven years. Wow, nobody came forward. Not a single soul. Weird, weird. Yeah, I'd be looking at it being like, what? Was it wrapped or just like, like you could tell what it was? It was wrapped, but you could tell what it was, but it was wrapped. Because at first we were like, did we steal a caterer's bowl? <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird one. All right. Okay. Thanks, Candace. Have a great day, guys. (laughs) You too. Take care. Bye.
Bye. Bye. I like the idea of it being. That's great that it's yeah passed around now. And just a giant ugly bowl. I love it. Then you look at your wedding gift table and you're like, oh God, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, the bowl is back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, another oh, one here. Seven eight zero four eight down four six six nine. Michelle, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, your bad wedding gift. Uh, what was it? <laughs> uh, a pink tennis racket. Oh, just one. Just, just the one. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Do you love tennis? No, no, no. Um, I had played with the person who got it for me like a couple of times, but no. And uh, my husband really did like tennis. So. Oh. So it was a bit bizarre. So. Uh, do yeah, you, it was weird. It was just just one just one hot pink tennis racket, and he's like, "Well, where's mine?" <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'll take one." Yeah, because you guys can't yeah. play together. Yeah. Do you think on the well, sly, she and your husband were chatting, and they're like, "Maybe we can get her really into tennis." I I don't know. My husband has some theories, but I honestly don't know. It was it was really bizarre. We've been married eight years now, yeah, and we moved this past year and just got rid of it because we're like, well, what do we do with one? <laughs> I would play with my husband. Oh, that is great. That is great. Just mad confusion when you open that gift, eh? It was, it was so, it was, yeah, it, and we had a gift opening and I, I think my face was probably pretty priceless when I opened that one. Yeah, it was probably shock, confusion, and then the fake smile. I oh, love thank it. You. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, do you think that's a re-gift? That sounds no. Ridiculous. It was no. It was like wrapped, like it was like still in plastic. Brand new. Oh and it wow! Was a gentleman that like it was a man that gave it to me. So I, I mean, I don't know. But oh weird. My guess would be no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Okay. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> no problem. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye bye. Bye. I would have. I would have thought for sure. Regift. Yeah. Single. It's like getting Mars a hockey stick. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Alicia, hello. Hi, good morning. Hey. How are you guys? Yeah, doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Good. good. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the questionable uh, wedding gifts that you received. Uh, wh- what did you get? Yes. Ironically, it was 14 years ago today. Oh, oh, happy anniversary. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, still together. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Just That's checking. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got a $10 gift card to a to a restaurant oh that was the gift just a ten dollar gift card just a ten dollar gift card to a restaurant yeah wow i don't i don't really care about the present part but the ten dollar gift card is pretty funny we could probably share like some french fries or something right yeah yeah (laughs) was it at like a good restaurant like did it mean something like a restaurant that you guys love to go to no, no. It was one of those ones with multiple restaurants you could go to. I can't remember. Oh, what it was, like, yeah, one of those bulk, like, whatever. You can go to five yeah, different yeah, restaurants yeah. within the company. Oh. Yeah. Ten bucks? Were, like, ten bucks. They were back east, and yeah. I, we don't have some of those restaurants here. <laughs> I don't even think we used it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one? Uh, Mars, does that sound like a re-gift? Uh, I'm going to say that's a re-gift. Yep. Yeah. I say that is a re-gift. Some kid's birthday here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, we got to get a wedding gift. And they sent the card. And they sent the card. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anywho. Th- yeah, thanks, here. Alicia. <laughs> thanks. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. Ten bucks. <gasps> 
Yikes. Like a, a gift card. Like, what uh, What do you got? At least at least you got to break 25, right? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even cover your plate for food at the wedding. Yeah, you got to cover. You got to cover. A gift card got to cover two meals. Yeah. At 100 least. bucks at least. Yeah. Ugh. I know there was another person who said that they got a gift card. Um, where was it to? Just let me find the text here. Um, it was to like a really expensive place, Emerald Lake in British Columbia. Oh, oh I've never been. They say, hey, guys, we got a gift coupon of $250 to go to Emerald Lake in BC. We sat in the dining room in shock because we couldn't afford to eat there. Oh, no. We had the oh. soup and then we ended up leaving. We had to go buy hot dogs and golden and roast them in our fireplace. It's the worst gift when you're 22 years old and broke. Yeah, because like that $250 is nice off of your bill when you're, you know, getting a whole meal. Yeah. But if you've got no money and all you could afford there was the soup. Oh, my God. Wow. The rooms there are like the cheapest is six thirty nine dollars a night. <gasps> Emerald Lake. $7.49. Oh, my God. Good God. $8.39. Which room were you guys They in? weren't in a room. They went, did they oh, just they went just, to the restaurant? Just the restaurant. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They were probably camping in a tent next to the lodge. Next to the lodge. <laughs> yeah, like if you're going to oh. buy somebody an experience, it has to cover the whole thing. Holy moly. <laughs> Someone. But, guys, Emerald is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. <laughs> but still... Uh, Buy them a night. Yeah. Right? Yeah, or just not or not at that location at all. Uh, This text here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, please keep me anonymous. A friend of my parents says he was a cake guy. Mm. So as a wedding gift, gift, he said, I'll make your wedding cake. It's on me. The cake came out beautiful. Oh, okay. He didn't ask what kind of cake we wanted. So we went to cut the cake, went to eat it. He made fruit cake. (gasps) Oh, Ugh. We had to smile and chew through those god awful hell in a hand basket gross cake. Who in their oh. right mind would do that for a wedding cake? That person actually hates you. Yeah, I think that was that's some passive aggressive nonsense. Yeah, yeah, that that person, whoever they are, they hate you. Why? Like, why? and they wanted to ruin your day. Haley, I'm going to make you a cake, and then the cake I choose is fruit cake. Yeah, I'm assuming you hate me. Yeah, and this is your way to tell me that you hate yeah, me. Yeah. And publicly embarrass everyone. Yeah, because everyone's like, ugh, she had fruitcake at her wedding? Yeah, it makes it look like you have poor taste. (laughs) This text here, 56789, says, guys, we got a few knife sets. We kept the best knife sets, and we returned another, and the last set was absolute junk. (laughs) The person that gave it to me re-gifted it from her wedding. Mm. We had another wedding coming up, and the groom was sleeping with two other women that were not his bride-to-be, so I gave them the crappy knife set. Absolutely. (laughs) You're like, take that. I wasn't spending my money on them. Here's Mm. some crap knives. Yeah, well, yeah, you know it's not going to last. It didn't. She said two years later, they were done. Yeah. I wonder who took the knives. Is is that part of it too? If you're getting crappy gifts, is it because the person thinks your relationship's not going to last? And they're like, I'm not spending money on this. Well, what's this one? This text here says the weirdest wedding gift I got was a wedding present. Yeah. It was a clear toilet seat with barbed wire inside. What the? Did they what? make it? So like, <laughs> like a, they made a like an epoxy seat. Yeah, an epo- with, with barbed, barbed wire inside. So when you lifted the lid, you're you like, see oh, barbed wire. you were oh. sitting on barbed wire, but not really because it was in the epoxy. That's bizarre. Did it match your barbed wire uh, bicep tattoo? Like, are you a barbed wire girly? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. They're like, I know what she wants. <laughs> oh my a god, barbed wire toilet seat. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. 
something like that, though, I think I would use that for a bit. No, that's going in the spare bathroom. Yeah, that's got to be, that has to be installed on a toilet for a bit and be like, because it's a talking point now when you have people over, you're like, Believe it or not, this was a wedding gift. Yeah. I I want you all to use it this evening. Like, that's the toilet seat I made in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just so bizarre. It is very bizarre and very funny. (laughs) All right, guys, look at the time here. Oh, it's almost 10 o'clock. People are like, soup costs $250 at Emerald Lake. Apparently, Apparently it did. Well, $125 per bowl. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jeez. Holy crap. I bet you it's good soup, though. Aren't you kind of curious? Oh, I bet no. you it's so good. Right? I bet you, oh, mm. I bet you all the food is just like melting your mouth. Mm. <laughs> they probably just feed it to you. It had better be that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Someone said this five, six, seven, eight, nine. The rooms at Emerald Lake Lodge are outdated and have no air conditioning. Why do all oh, these luxurious places do that? I don't know. And no air conditioning? It's Mm-mm. the nostalgia. I'm sick of people banking on nostalgia. I'm so tired of nostalgia. Don't care. You yeah. can make, you can keep nostalgia yeah. by fixing it. Yeah. And make <laughs> you, it comfortable. Yeah, you don't have to get rid of nostalgia and the old look. Just update it. It yeah. should look like there's an 1800s Victorian ghost hanging yeah. out in the room. Yeah, yeah, I don't want my sink to work like it's still 1800s. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. It's going to be a hot summer day today, oh, which yes. is nice. Yeah, uh, get outside, stay hydrated. That's right. Don't leave your pets in the car. Don't leave grandma in there either. Yeah. It's going to be a hot day. Uh, another nice day tomorrow, which is good. Mm-hmm. We're back tomorrow at six o'clock. And we will see you guys then. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.